Get charged up with Mountain Dew Kickstart. Now in two energizing new flavors, mango lime and raspberry citrus. Fuel with flavor. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts now. He's the only one who knows what the buttons and dials do. Jesse Trujillo! He's the newlywed who hasn't yet established good boundaries. Marty O! He's the millennial who keeps this train on track. Sort of. Will H.W. Peterson! He's the smartest man in Denver sports media. And he wrote about it in July. James Merlat! And he's the star of the show, the center of the morning universe... The one and only, Vic Lombardi. Dribble the handoff to Gary Harris. Backdoor cut. Harris, dunk. Two hands. There you go. Way to show him we can backdoor cut also. 24 points for Gary Harris the first half. Hey, guys. Uh, I just want you to know something. I ran into him. You ran into who? Back, backwards park guy. Really? He's back. Mm. We haven't heard from him in ages. Listens to the show. Really? Listens to the show. Wow. Said he heard the show last week. We got into it, this and that. He was laughing. But he's going to continue to park his car backwards in the parking lot. That's fantastic. So we came to terms on this. I joked around. I said, you know, not sure why you take all the extra time to do it. He explained his reasoning. He said there's a lot of cars that... Box him in. He wants an easy escape route. But we talked about it. We hashed it out. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show alongside Manchester James Merrillet, H.W. Will Peterson, Jesse Trujillo, Marty O. Here on this, what day is it? Thursday. Why Why don't I know the day? Doesn't days? feel like Thursday. I don't know. I think once the calendar resets next week, you'll, you'll be back on your days. On a pattern? Mm-hmm. Okay. It is Thursday, 2018. Saw John Elway at the Nuggets game last night. Had a nice little chat Ooh. with John. He was sitting courtside on a Nuggets win. Although at halftime, I'm sitting there looking at uh, some of my cohorts at Altitude saying, what is going on? What the hell's going on right here? It was worrisome when it got to 10 late in the second yes. quarter. You're like, oh, God, yes. Vic's going to be right. He, he said he was worried about this Those one. games always worry me when you have three, four days off between games because you just never know what you're going to get. And We didn't get anything that first half. Out of I think you just worry. That's, yes, what, I do. that's what I've determined. Yeah. You're probably right. I worry way, way too much. But you know what? That's what you guys are here for. <laughs> can't believe I'm saying that to you, Manchester. <laughs> uh, Milan Hayduke is going to join us on the show today. A big night at Pepsi Center for Hayduke and the Avs. They are going to retire his jersey. Well, and the, the retirement is actually on Saturday against the Wild. Oh, yeah, no, that's that's my bad. I, di- I didn't tell you that because Milan's doing his media tour today because think about Saturday night against the oh, Wild. Oh, my God. The, the buzz wild. that is going to be uh, over at Pepsi Center. So we'll talk to Milan. Milan Hayduk, one of my favorite athletes to come through town. He really was. When he and Martin Skula started playing for the Avs back in the day, neither of them can really speak English. I mean, they, they, they got through things without being able to speak English, and they were very good. And I love the fact that uh, Milan Hayduk remained here in Denver. Uh, we're going to get things going as we do every morning with the big news right now. What the headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What kind of 
everyone's attention. The big news right now. What's big? Uh, we can start with the Broncos coaches doing the Senior Bowl. Take a listen to this gem Jesse Trujillo dug up from last year's Senior Bowl. Ingram is tight to the right as Davis Webb is going to take a shot. Trayvon Durrell, one hand, can't get it. Again, the coverage, Brendan Langley out of Lamar. Brendan Langley is an interesting story. He began his, his college career at Georgia, then ended up transferring to Lamar for his last two years, Mike. Now he's a big, long, athletic corner. It's not always perfect technique, but you see the ability to recover right there, and he also returns punts. So I asked uh, John Elway last night about his coaching staff taking care of the Senior Bowl, right? Because mm-hmm. they're going to coach in the Senior Bowl. And he was, like, really excited, really excited about it. To which I followed up, well, you're down six coaches. Are you going to have other coaches show up? Mm-hmm. And they're slowly but surely adding to that staff again. They just hired an offensive line coach. What's his name? Keebler? Kugler? Kroger? Kebler? Kevlar? The former UTEP head coach for the last four and a half years. Okay, yeah, they hired a new offensive line coach, so they're going to slowly assemble a staff to take to Mobile, Alabama to coach the Senior Bowl. Boy, I really uh, feel for these seniors. They either get to be coached by Vance Joseph or Bill O'Brien. Wow, that's a hell of a week. Billy O on the yeah. other side, huh? Enjoy that learning experience. That's like getting your, your assignments you know, for, for teachers when you're in school and going, Oh, God, I got Mr. So-and-so. This is obviously a, uh, you know, there's two ways to look at this. One, it's embarrassing they're coaching it. Or the other, well, they're going to glean a lot of information. But it just cracks me up that in that Brendan Langley highlight, they go, and he can return punts. Well, apparently he can't because Isaiah McKenzie returned punts well, instead of he him. He did yeah. line up there in, in training camp. He did field some punts in training camp. Apparently they didn't determine that no, he could do it. Well, but. you remember, I mean, Isaiah McKenzie won that job on day two of training camp. Well, that job when he was drafted. Yeah, he, he caught punts with nobody coming down trying to tackle him, and he won that job early in camp. I, look, is it bad that they're coaching down there? No, they'll get a you know up-close-and-personal look at a lot of guys that are going to be in the draft. So, okay, I, I can understand the benefit of that. But I think some of the people doing cartwheels over this and how, oh, this is such an advantage for the Broncos. And really? You can't watch film and figure stuff out? I mean, wh- when was the last time? And maybe I'm just not senior bowl guy. I'm not right? either. But when was the last time it was, hey, this guy wasn't going to get picked where he ended up getting picked, and they grabbed him because they saw him up close and personal at the senior bowl? Well, I'm sure they'll tell you that, but the... The most football people say that the Senior Bowl is vastly more important than the Combine. By well, the maybe, time the Combine okay. comes around, they know who they want. Maybe the practices are, but does the actual game matter? Oh, I don't, I don't think so. I think the practices lead up to the game. Nobody watch. Okay, Do you watch the Senior Bowl game. Okay, does anybody listening watch the game with any interest? Let me put it to you this way: Let's say Baker Mayfield participates in the Senior Bowl. I don't know if he's committed or not. And they go down there, and he's okay in practice. And then he doesn't play very well during his quarter of action. Should the Broncos decide to pass on him based on how he performed at the Senior Bowl? No, but if he put together a bunch of bad practices that week and he proves that he can't run a pro-style offense, perhaps they have a little more reserve. Perhaps. And you want to glean a little bit of info, right? Like if they could have spent that much time with Paxton Lynch, they would have never taken the kid. But can't you talk to coaches, his position coach and his coordinator and head coach, and and ask them these things? Coaches are biased. Can't you talk to their teammates? Coaches teammates all biased all i just of them. i find it hard to believe that you have to sit there and spend 
a full week with somebody in order to find these things well, out. What do you want did to do? The Eagles, dice? Did the Eagles just... coach at the Senior Bowl and get a first-hand look at Carson Wentz? I don't know. I'm Understood. asking the question. I, but what would be your plan to assess and evaluate talent? Just looking at tape? I don't think just looking at tape will get it done. I, I, you have to sit down with a person and talk to them. Agree. I, I love playing golf because you get four hours with the person. If you don't know a person after playing golf, you don't know them at all. You get four hours to hang out. I don't disagree with you, Vic, but I, I think the senior I think bowl... that's what they should do. They should go play golf Fine. every candidate. That would actually make more sense to me. The senior bowl is a waste of time. I wouldn't even send my scouting department to the combine. Mm. That's just a big drunk fest. What I would do is I'd watch tape, I'd interview the players, and I'd talk to people who worked with him. That's what I would do. Talk to his professors. Talk to his uh, coaches. Talk to his teammates. Like talk PI. to people. Private investigator James Marillat. Let's go see how he does in the Reese's Senior Bowl. That's going to determine if he's a player. Nuggets rally to beat the Suns last night. Warren gets it over to Bender. Bender throws it away right to Gary Harris. Nuggets have the numbers for a moment. Harris will take a three. Got it in the foul as well on Marquise Chris. That's 35 in the game for Gary Harris. Guys, Gary Harris had 28 points in the first half. He finished with a career-high 36 he only missed three shots. He was 14 of 17 from the field. We knew Gary Harris could play defense. We got that. His offensive explosion this season is leaving some people wondering, me, whether or not he's the Nuggets' most indispensable player. Well, last night on Twitter, HW said you and I were right. Yeah, I hated to do it, but I'm not afraid to admit when yeah, I was wrong. One game shouldn't change your mind. No, but it's been, it, this has been building, right? I mean, you guys said, when did you tell me he was his best player? A few weeks ago? A uh, week, week and a half ago. I, I changed it, by the way, to most indispensable player. I mean, he looked really good last night. Put him on his back in that first quarter, helped with the second half rally. We all know they had to win that game. Gary Harris, a big reason why. When there's a steal made, it's not just the scoring, too. And he's so confident going to the hole now. Those reverse layups seem to never miss. But when there's a steal made on the defensive end, more than likely, who's the guy making that steal? It's Gary Harris. I mean, I, he does it all. I, I I can't say enough about his game. I can't praise him more than I have already. Nuggets run away from the Suns, 134-111, back in the win column. Now 13-4 and at home. Avs tonight against Columbus. What is happening with that McKinnon-Miko-Landy line? Because they are uh, they're nuclear right now, and you don't dare mess with that line at this point. No, no, you can't. They have a little bit of everything. Speed, explosiveness, you got a power forward game, really, in all three of those guys. Got a chance to visit with Tyson Berry last night at the Nuggets game, who was seated uh, courtside, and you could tell he's excited. He, he hasn't been able to play because of the hand injury, and he's likely out three to five more weeks. But he's like, man, we're rolling right now. We are playing some good hockey. He seemed excited. I think most Av fans are excited again. They are in this thing, guys. We are in the new year. It is 2018, and the Avs are in this thing. This time last year, where were they? Mm. Season was over, right? Yeah, they have 43 points right now, Vic. They finished with 48, I believe, all of last year. I mean, you find a way to win your next three games, and you've already passed last year's pace. Uh, as we mentioned yesterday, three out of a wild card spot with two games in hand. And, and I guess it's uh, tell someone on the show they were right day, because yesterday I laughed at HW when he was talking about Nathan McKinnon being an MVP candidate. Front page of the sports page, bottom right-hand corner, McKinnon and Hunt for MVP. So because Mike Chambers wrote it, now yeah. it's true? Yeah, now, okay. I, now I believe it. You, you don't legitimize <laughs> HW's no. comments, but it's, <laughs> once it's in the paper... It must be true. Well, you know, you're, I'm old school, Vic. It's right next to a skiing article as well. <laughs> oh I wasn't going to bring it up, it, but yes. Right. There it is. 
Um, Schifrin claims fifth slalom win of the season. I want to know. Ah, don't even get me down that. Can she get that, to six? Don't get me down that rabbit hole. I'm just, I'm just curious. When they crank up the front page of the paper and they're determining what goes front page, does someone? Do they vote on this? Do they have like votes? Hey, I got a great Nuggets recap. Nuggets rallied. Hey, McKinnon for MVP is a great story. Hey, uh, Broncos, everything they do is important. Hey, um, we got Schifrin winning her sixth slalom title. I think it deserves some play. Do they vote on it? Do they vote what goes front page of the sports? Do they do it just to anger me? I think it's the same person who keeps misspelling words in the headlines and subheads. I think that's what. Well, and it's probably a millennial, right? It just has to no, be. No, there, no, there's no, yeah. there's no question about it's it. It's somebody who skis. Obviously, who skis for a living? They probably they probably like to ski and have a little fun on the slopes. Know your know your audience. Know your audience. Seven Eleven Thursday morning, the Vic Lombardi Show. Our piping hot takes coming up next. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up on the Thursday edition of Crackman and Harris, Daddy Crackman still taking care of young Barkevia. The Vanilla Gorilla, Josh Dover, and I are taking you back to recap the Nuggets versus the Suns. Plus, we'll do the bottom five. I owe Ryan and Mark a song. Woo! So, unfortunately, you'll hear the not so golden pipes of one Josh Dover. And we will take you up to the Avalanche versus Columbus. So, tune in, 3 o'clock. Crackman and Harris. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. 2018 is not just a new year. It's also an opportunity to grow your business with top talent. But how do you find it? ZipRecruiter. One click sends your job ad to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. But ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. Their smart matching technology will instantly alert quality candidates about your job. That means you'll start getting great candidates with the right experience almost as soon as your job is posted. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. The right candidates are out there. This is how you find them. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. People from businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. We're so confident ZipRecruiter will get you better results than anywhere else. We'll let you try it free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. This is Jan. How can I help? Congratulations. You've just won our raffle. That's what it's like at Toyotathon. Toyotathon? Yeah, our biggest event of the year. We still have incredible deals like low APR financing and low lease offers on our amazing vehicles. But it all ends January 2nd. I still have 10,511 calls remaining. Better be quick. Done. Congratulations. Now get in before the deals are gone. Toyota-thon is on. Right now, you can get 0% APR financing for 60 months on a sporty new 2018 Camry with just $16.67 per thousand borrowed. Hurry, these offers end December 4th. Visit Toyota.com to learn more. Toyota, let's go places. APR and approved credit from Toyota Financial Services. Offers may vary by region. See participating dealer for details. Offers end December 4th, 2017. Test drive any of Toyota's eight all-wheel drive or four-wheel drive vehicles like 4Runner, RAV4, Highlander, or Tacoma. Only at your hometown Toyota stores. Toyota, let's go places. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. 
The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit echohearingcenter.com. Look at that mouth. That poor, parched mouth. What'd you eat for lunch? Chalk dust? Did your face storm a sandcastle? You're being awfully quiet. Is that because your mouth feels like the business end of a Dremel saw? Is it because your mouth just wrote a haiku and all 17 syllables were dry heaves? Right now, your mouth could be tongue bathing in the refreshing citrus kick of Mountain Dew. Instead, it feels like you've been motorboating King Tut's sarcophagus. Show some mercy. Crack open a nice cold Mountain Dew. Ah, you know your mouth wants you to. Do the do. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. You may have heard that northbound I-25 was shut down at Spear. Crews are making progress on that and opening the left and center lanes. They're open to traffic. The right lane remains closed. Traffic brought to you by Positive Coaching Alliance. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. The second quarter was a problem. We just kind of stopped playing. I don't know why. And then we just pick it up in the second half and get the lead, and we didn't get a chance to get back in the game. Uh, two different jokers last night. First half joker was sort of disinterested. Second half joker, he started making those fancy pants and throwing the ball to people wide open and resulting in easy buckets for the Nuggets as they rally six down at the half to uh, run past the Phoenix Suns as well they should. The Suns played the night before, for crying out loud. Uh, they come into town tired. They, they missed their flight in Phoenix the night before. They had to fly in day of. Wait a minute. How does a professional team miss their flight? Well, there's more to the story. They show up at the airport. They won. They beat Atlanta at home, right? So they go to the airport that night, and the pilot apparently had accrued too many flight hours. I don't know how that works. It's like this. I I come to a point where I accrue too many sports talk hours, mm-hmm. and I just have to leave. Right. It happens all the time, right? Have you ever had that happen to you, where you're sitting there and you can't get on your bird and fly home because the pilot has to clock I, I have not. I have not, but that's what happened to the Suns. So they get on their bird getting ready to fly here to Denver, and the pilot walks out <laughs> They turn around and have to drive home in Phoenix and then fly to Denver the next day. To which I said, what's the big deal? Why don't they do that all the time? I would think that a charter flight, that would be the only flight that 
pilot had that day. Well, and it That's surprises odd. me the Suns don't have a team pilot. Like, is that a thing? Is no, a team not, pilot no a thing? one does. No really? one does. They rotate that stuff. Yeah, okay. you are you, when you do this charter business. Those charter, unless you're Robert Kraft and the Patriots, most of these teams lease these charters. They're used by all mm, teams and yeah. all sports. Like the Nuggets charters used by other sports as well, other teams, other leagues. Because the only way they make money is if that thing's in the air. So well, they yeah, want it in the air at all times. It's got to be used, right? right? It's got to be used. Again, Robert Kraft's got his own jet, his own charter. He's got two of them. Outside of that, I don't know many teams that have their own anymore. All right, it's 719 Thursday morning time now for our piping hot takes. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. <laughs> Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. Guys, I had one of those weird dreams again last night. Again. I mean, it just, it's hitting me left and right with these dreams. I had a dream that I was an NFL scout and that I was in Colorado Springs scouting a Division II prospect. And I got a phone call. I had to get back up to Denver like in 30 minutes. And I'm I'm just speeding up I-25 as fast as I can. I get a ticket. I'm all ticked off. Needless to say, that was my dream, having to come from Colorado Springs to Denver to scout a pro player. Here's what I've come to. The NFL complains about the lack of development in the college game because these guys can't play the game the way the NFL plays the game. These spread offenses, the offensive linemen not getting in the proper stance, the quarterback always in shotgun, not under center. All these complaints that the college game doesn't properly prepare pro football players. You've got to start your own developmental league, and here's how they're going to do it. Fellas, listen in. Every NFL team is going to pick one college team to represent that team. For example, here in Denver, the Broncos have to pick one of the local college teams, whether it's CU, CSU, Air Force, I don't care who it is. It's got to be a regional team that is going to be their affiliate. They're going to pay for all of the expenses for that program. All of those affiliates around the country, 32 of them, whether it's in Atlanta, you got to pick Georgia Tech, in Louisiana, the Saints have to pick LSU. Pick an affiliate. Those teams will make up the NFL Developmental College Football League. That's the A-team. All the other colleges, you can still keep playing football, but it's just not the same football. It's not developmental football. It's just true college football. Do you guys see where I'm getting at here? Am I going way off the grid? In other words, make the NFL foot the bill for developing players. And do it at a professional level. You want pro players? You pay for all the scholarships at your respective school. You pay for everything. The coaches, scholarships, expenses. And you tell them how to run those programs. And those programs, they crown a national champion. And they do it in a playoff format. That is real football. Almost like NFL football, except it's not. It's developmental NFL football at the college level. I know it sounds stupid. And I know they'll never do it because they don't want to pay for it. But that's really the only way to get it done. Next hot take. It's HW's hot take. The Avalanche are 8-3-1 in their last 12, and it's time to keep it rolling because, like you said, 
Tyson Berry excited last night because this team is rolling, and he can't play, but the Avs need to keep rolling without Tyson Berry. Columbus comes to town tonight just because he's so good, and we want to improve your mood on this morning. Remember what happened the, la- the last time the Avs were on the ice on Tuesday night. Breakaway, Eric Johnson down the slot, shoots, and he scores! And one off of Hella Bucket in! The game-winning overtime goal as the Condor soars again! The Avs have beaten the Jets by a final score of 3-2! Right now, Pepsi Center's just on fire. It's the place to be, and it's going to be the place to be tonight against the Jackets, but also Saturday night against the Wild when Milan Hayduk gets his number retired. Uh, I- I'm just excited for the ads right now because it's January 4th, as Vic said. It's 2018. Hockey is relevant. When you're hot in life, you got to keep your momentum rolling. Avs need to keep it rolling tonight against the Blue Jackets, a team that's lost three of their last four and is wrapping up a mini road trip tonight in Colorado before getting home to take Flo- take on Florida. They're thinking about getting back there. Beat the Jackets tonight at Pepsi Center. Great hot take. I've got four texts in saying, Vic, that was the worst hot take ever. What a stupid hot take, Vic. The worst take in the history of the league. Even your dreams are boring, Vic. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Wow, really, uh, really setting the bar there uh, as I go into mine. Hey, oh, and don't forget, dumbest thing I've ever heard, Vic. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to go that far. I, I, I didn't love it. I don't love the idea, but uh, I do like outside the box thinking. That part of it was good. Uh, hey guys, it's been uh, a long time since the Broncos got good news. Since Broncos fans got good news, they got great news yesterday when two more quarterbacks declared for the NFL draft. But we all assumed they would, right? I know, but now it's official. Sam Darnold. From USC, Josh Rosen from UCLA. There are now four marquee quarterbacks in this class. Those two, Josh Allen from Wyoming and Oklahoma's Baker Mayfield. The Broncos picked fifth. I kind of feel like it's me every year in my fantasy draft, right? It's like, oh, it's a six-player draft and I have the seventh pick. You're always one out. Now, people look at it and say, well, yeah, but the Browns have two of those picks. They're not going to take two quarterbacks. You never know. You never know. And they... Could very well trade one of those picks. And people say, well, the Colts have one of those picks. They're not going to take a quarterback. Really? I mean, have, has anybody seen Andrew Luck throw a football in the last calendar year? No, of course not. So the Broncos are sitting in a good spot at five. More than likely, they'll get one of those four guys at least to fall to them. But everybody's been talking about how Jack Elway says John Elway is scheming. If he wants to ensure that he gets one of them, he may have to scheme up at least one spot. And here's the other part of it. Don't sit there and wait to see who falls to you. Don't sit there and wait to see, well, who's the last guy left, and then I don't have to make a decision. Figure out who your guy is, and then go get go to where you have to go to get your guy. There are four quarterbacks in this draft. You have the fifth pick in the draft. There's no excuse to not walk out of this in late April with your quarterback for the next decade. It's the biggest decision this franchise has made since they decided to give Peyton Manning $96 million. Trouble with your take is they're not going to let it come to that. They're not going to wait for a decision on draft day. The Broncos are going to go get a free agent quarterback. They're going to go after Kirk Cousins. Oh, okay, that's a mistake. I, I'm just telling you what they're going to do. You may, you may view that as a mistake, but they're not going to put all of their marbles in the draft case. Put it that way. They're going after a free agent. This is a franchise that doesn't typically pick in the top five. They don't. So you get there, there are four marquee quarterbacks, and you're not going to take one? 
Can you tell me, though, that any of those quarterbacks you named could be as good as, say, Kirk Cousins? How, what are the chances, right? What are the chances? I, I think any one of those four quarterbacks could be a fairly mediocre quarterback who can't lead his team to the playoffs. Yeah. I think, I think, exactly. I think that could exactly. be the case. It's a crapshoot. Exactly. So I'd rather pay whatever the number is going to be for the number five pick yeah. than $25 million. I'd rather have a keep to lead Bradley Roby and Emmanuel Sanders plus a rookie quarterback than I'd rather have none of those guys in Kirk Cousins. All right, back to my horrible take, according to the texters. Uh, SG against the dumbest thing I've ever heard, Vic. Uh, good doctor, says Rex, that was the dumbest take ever recorded. Um, then you got others saying, God, that's the greatest idea you've ever had. I'd actually watch college football if that happened. Louise loved the take. Again, you're the guy who always says college football's boring, James. You got 32 teams, 32 college football teams that are in the A-League that are paid for by the 32 teams in the NFL. They are the A-League of college football. Those teams get paid. Those players get paid. What's so wrong with that? College football isn't boring. It's just that 99% of the games are irrelevant. Well, and people well, don't now like... this makes them all relevant. I agree. People don't like change, Vic. That's why they don't like this idea. But I, I, don't, I don't understand. If 32 teams are there for you and they're, they're farm systems, essentially, for the league, every game's relevant. I don't get it. Why, why is this so dumb? Maybe it's because I'm dumb. Maybe because I'm dumb, my takes are synonymous with dumb. That's how you view it. When we come back, I look back at the Nuggets and the Suns last night, what they have in store, what's ahead of them, and why Gary Harris proves again he is the Nuggets' most indispensable player on this roster. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Has been brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, is playing the hits. And now Eric Johnson's fighting right by EJ, right by EJ, right by EJ, right by EJ. He's going to town on some dude in front of the Avalanche bench. You want some of this? Eric Johnson beat the snot out of Zach Ronaldo. It's the Avs in Blue Jackets tonight at 7. Pre-game starts at 6.30 on the home of the Colorado Avalanche. Altitude 950. We've got bodies all over the place. You better keep your head up. Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney, and more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. Hey, Abs fans, tune in tonight on Altitude as your Colorado Avalanche look for a win at home against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Pre-game starts tonight on Altitude Sports at 6 p.m. with puck drop at 7 p.m. Altitude brings you all the best hockey action from the ice to the locker room all season long. For more behind-the-scenes exclusives and game previews, follow Altitude TV on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Colorado Avalanche. January is Radon Action Month. Ace Radon reminds you to take action. Have your home tested by the Radon experts. Ace Radon. 
Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. The new year is a great time for resolutions and starting fresh by making healthy changes in our lives. Unlike starting a diet or trying to quit a poor habit, when you hire Ace Radon, testing and fixing a radon problem is one of the easiest, most affordable, and healthy New Year's resolutions there is. Trust over 30 years of experience. Race to Ace to find out if you're being exposed to radon. Testing is easy and the fix is affordable with Ace Radon. Mention this ad for a $50 radon inspection. If your radon is high, Ace is offering discounts and payment options on new radon systems. January is Radon Action Month. Take action. Have your home tested for dangerous radon levels. Race to aceradon.com. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to Fun. At KeyBank, we believe financial wellness is all about taking small steps. Financial wellness means spending your money wisely and being aware of your spending. KeyBank's financial wellness tool not only makes it so that I can track my spending, but I can see what I'm spending my money on. I feel more conscious of what I'm spending, and I feel like I have the reins more than I did before. If you want to take your first steps to financial wellness, use the red key. KeyBank. Member FDIC. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Seeing a delay on northbound I-25 with stop-and-go traffic between Santa Fe and Spear from an earlier accident. Traffic is brought to you by the Foundation for a Better Life. Southbound I-25 is slowing as well. Boulder Turnpike to Spear and watch for a delay on northbound 225 now with the crash at Colfax. It's backed up traffic to Mississippi. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commitment. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Guarded by Wilson Chandler. Gets a pick from Monroe. Head fake on the three. Drives. Beat Jokic. Leans in. Layup. Blocked by Wilson Chandler. Loose ball. He throws it in the front court. Leaking out. Harris leans in. Layup is good. 28 points for Gary Harris in the first half. This is so utterly vain of me, but I got to do it. Sorry, I have to defend myself. I, I'm sorry. I'm not going to let you do that. I'm not going to let you take shots at me. Not without my defense. Some guy at the Nuggets game last night tweeted me, hey, I could see your bald spot from all the way up here. Whoa. He says he claims I have a bald spot. I do not have a bald spot. What is my spot? What is it? Take a look. What's my spot? I just sent him a picture. Yeah, I don't see any bald spot. It's a gray spot. Ah. It's an immensely gray spot at the top of my head. So I sent him a photo. You tell me where it's bald. Don't you dare accuse me of being bald. Those are fight words. When it comes to your hair, I think we know we need to tread lightly. It's ridiculous. So I sent him the picture via Twitter. Take a look. Not bald, gray. Big Big, big difference, which is why I shop at Walgreens. Uh, last night, the Nuggets struggled in that second quarter, and it was one of those games where you're like, what the hell's going on? Gave up 41 points to a tired Phoenix team, 41 points to a team that played the night before, 
allowed 70% shooting, trailing at the half. And you're like, what the hell is going on? Remember how Michael Malone came on this show, guys, and said he needed to trust his bench, mm-hmm. needed to trust his bench players? Well, a lot of those bench players were in there in the second quarter when they gave up those 41 points. A lot of those bench players got play in that second quarter. So now what? Well, Coach Malone was a little bit validated, if you will, of we appreciated his honesty on these airwaves of, Vic, I don't really trust my bench, and uh, I don't want to sound too harsh, but he kind of was proven right last night about why he doesn't trust his bench because that that second quarter was tough. But is that a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Is there something you can do about Uh, it? I don't know what that means, but I'd say yes. Uh, No, I mean, he, he... he said he doesn't trust his bench. Therefore, they go out and don't play well. I, I don't. Uh, he's not in control of whether or not they play well. I, I just think he, it's not a self fulfilling prophecy. I think he was just accurate in what he said. It's not a trustworthy group at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's not. Um, but you know, Mark Kisler's got a really interesting column today in the Post where he talks about something we've talked about on this show a lot. Great, great. Headline, great topic, and it's something I've said from day one. Who's the one guy that I've wanted on this team from day one? Who's the guy? Patrick the guy? Beverly. Patrick, yeah. A guy like a dog. Yeah. And an, we, an a-hole. And we've talked about the 9 team, and as talented as that team was, and it was loaded with talent. Dante Jones. And Kenyon Martin. And Ken, Kenyon Martin Mar- certainly Kenyon had some Martin nasty. was an a-hole. No, no they doubt. They need him. No doubt. And it, it, But he's not just talking, and I think Kiz makes a really good point, He's not just talking about how, hey, they need a guy who is nasty to the opponent. They need a guy who's the jerk who gets on his teammates exactly and right. says, guys, it's Wednesday night. Broncos season's over. The city's sports attention is on us. We have the freaking Suns in town, and we're giving up 41 points in the second quarter, and we're down at half? Now, maybe they did. Maybe somebody was chucking pens at the whiteboard in the locker room at halftime because they came out and played great in the third quarter. Chucking pens at the whiteboard? I don't know. Is that how you get angry? I probably have done it. How do you get angry? An eraser? Uh, pens. I got. I, I kind of shut down when I'm angry. It's not good. Yeah. Should I yeah. go all Larry Stacy and throw cans I'm, of pop? I'm just. When you lose it, what do you do? I I mess with my hair. Okay. That's, Whatever. That's Maybe angry. somebody was in there messing with their hair. Okay. But it, it, it's it's somebody on the roster. Somebody that's a that's a player has to be the guy that holds everybody accountable. It can't be the coaches. It can't be Michael Malone. And we've talked about it over and over and over and over again. Why did San Antonio work for so many years? It's because Greg Popovich had the message and Tim Duncan and the stars down there bought into it and made everybody else get in line. You have to have a guy that's the jerk that is on their teammates when they're not paying attention during film study. Leading into the leading, in, they're not paying attention to uh, scouting reports. What was it? A couple of weeks ago, where they lost the game, and Michael Malone was like, "We kept saying this guy wants to go mm-hmm. left every time." I believe it was New down in New Orleans. We yeah, kept yeah. letting him go left. Mm-hmm. This guy wants to go right. And Drew Holiday, we always let him go right. You have to have somebody who holds his teammates accountable, saying, "Guys, pay attention to this stuff." That's what this team needs. And but, but but let me let me let me throw a big but in there. They have a guy who's vocal. They, they have one. They have a guy who's very vocal, who's sort of a coach on the bench, but he doesn't play. And when you don't play, it's hard, it's very hard in professional sports to earn the ear of your teammates. Are you talking Richard Jefferson? Yes. Yeah, and he got his two minutes last night. It reminded me of the Chicago game where they were so bad early on in the game at home, and Michael Malone put Richard Jefferson in. And it's almost as if he's having to say, guys, 
let me show you how you're supposed to play like a professional. And Richard Jefferson comes in, he hustles for a couple of minutes, you know, dives after loose balls, shows everybody, oh, okay, this is the energy we have to bring. And then you take him out and put somebody else in. But I agree with you. Your your guy who's the leader, who's the vocal guy, who's gotta play. He can't be a guy who plays two no. minutes every five games. No, because they'll they'll just shut it down. They they won't listen. And, and you know, Kiz suggests at the end of his column, he suggests Jamal Murray. I, you know, twenty years old. You know these guys better than I do. Twenty years old. And I'm not making fun of the the meditation yoga stuff that he does. Mm-hmm. I just don't see a guy who's into meditation and yoga as the guy who's mm-hmm. going to be a jerk. Mm-mm. It's got to be not pa- chucking it's, pens it's, it's at the whiteboard. Be, it's got to be Paul Millsap. Okay, it's well, got to be. Then you're, it's got to be Paul Millsap. And, and 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 if I had one thing, I wish Paul Millsap would do more. Is exactly what you're saying. Well, and hold, you didn't, hold guys more care. And he hasn't had the chance because he only played, what, 20 games? But, it, I mean, he's still in the room, right? Yeah. I mean, he, he still has the reputation. He's still the highest paid guy on the team. He's the only guy on the roster who's been to an all-star game. And he's been to four. He's and, played in a lot more playoff series than anyone else. And now he has nothing mm-hmm. to do other than mm-hmm. hold his teammates accountable. You, you know, it, I think he can still be doing that even though he's not playing. Okay, l- let's pretend it's halftime. Let's pretend it's halftime. And let's say you're that guy. Let's say that you're a veteran in the league, you play, you contribute, you actually are a part of the rotation, and you're the vocal guy. In the team. What do you say in the Nuggets locker room if you're that guy? I know what I'd say. I'll ask you. What do you say? James, you just entered the locker room. You're down six to the Suns. What do you say? I, it would be a, a lot of screaming and yelling about how we need to bring some energy and focus and, screaming at and, start, and start doing our job. Who are, who are you screaming at? The guys who were, t- who were dogging it in the second quarter. And it would be it would be a lot of you know what you can continue to sit your butt on the bench if that's how you're going to play you stay there because we only want guys on the floor who are going to play hard that would be my message to my teammates okay you go off the deep end a lot HW what would you say at halftime well mine would be let's not be a stereotype right let's not be a stereotype of eh there's some games we care about there's some games we don't because that is the general vibe in the NBA. That guys who are that age can get up for the Warriors, they can get up for the Spurs, but they can't get up for the Suns on a Wednesday night. You guys, so don't be a stereotype. That would be my message. Are way too broad based with this. Way too broad based. What your messages, with all due respect, would be heard but not taken to heart. Your messages would go right over their heads. Everyone in the room. Well, They'd let's laugh l- at you. Let's hear the message. Come on, doctor, educate us. Here's what you do at halftime. If it's me. Wait, do we go to break? I got a message for you. Okay. Here, here's what we do. Last night, if I walk in that locker room at halftime, I turn my back toward my other teammates. I go to Nikola Jokic's locker room, and I say, what the hell are you doing? What the hell are you? You're the most skilled player out there. You're sleepwalking. What are you doing? Let's go. Let's go. We take a page from you. Let's go. Let's kick it in. Third quarter joker, far different than second quarter joker. Two entirely different players. He turned it up. So you think someone did that last night? Well, either somebody did it or he got the message. Because that game turned when he started playing. Well, they're, You they're, can look at it how you want. When he started playing and started doing what Joker does, that game changed. Well, I, and I would, I would agree with you that I think Gary Harris is the best player on this team. But Nikola Jokic sets the tone. He's the heart of the team. He sets the he's tone. The heart of the team. Everything goes through him. So when he's into it, the team's into it. When he's not, and he's passive, the team is passive. 
He sets the tone for this team. And sometimes he's not passive. He's passive on purpose. I know. Which, I know. which is sort of like, and that's what bothers me. It's not that he's loafing. He hustles. It's like, well, I want to get my other guys involved. I'm not, no, no, no. You're the guy. But what's, You're the guy. Let's go. In the NBA, what separates the pretty good teams from the great teams? you got one or two guys who always want the ball in critical situations. Correct. Always. And you have one or two guys who realize we're not losing at home on a Wednesday night. We're not going to allow, we're not gonna allow it. And I'll take it into my own hands. I mean, at the end of at the end of the year, at the end of yeah. any season in the last 15 years, how many how many home games do you think Spurs fans or Spurs radio uh, guys sat around and said, "Boy, they gave that one away." Mm-hmm. How many? Very few. Z- yeah. Probably more years than not, it was zero. Now, that doesn't mean they're undefeated at home, but when they lose at home, it's the Cavs, it's the Warriors, it's the Rockets. It's teams that you go, hey, sometimes a team that's equal in talent to us is going to beat us. They don't lose at home to the freaking Pelicans. They don't. That's the difference between a pretty good team and a great team. That's the step the Nuggets need to take. Because you know what? They're a really talented team. You put up 134 points. You got a guy who scores 20 in the first quarter. You, you, that, their backcourt is please, as fun to watch as any in the league. It please really tell is. Me, I mean, and I was there and I saw every play. But please tell me you guys noticed the difference between first half Joker and second half yes. Joker. Yes. No, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. He sets the tone. So they got to figure out how to how to have his switch flipped all the time. All the time. Yes. yes. And, and I'm not sure. Again, it's not always a hustle thing. It's a, I'm the guy. It's going to work through me. I want to be the man. Yes, it's I, a little I bit want of, to be the man. It's a little bit of Keyshawn Johnson. Give me the damn ball. Yeah, right. That that's the mentality you, you need out of Jokic on a nightly basis. On the uh, text line three zero nine three 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 zero nine three three. And by the way, we are giving away Nuggets Jazz tickets for tomorrow night's game coming up a little later on our Power Five question of the day. Text line says, "Hey Vic, my wife says your hair looked great last night. Just saying, I like your wife. Not sure who you are." That was odd. Uh, let's see. Vic, NFL offenses are boring and unimaginative. Please don't turn college football into the pathetic NFL. That would be my biggest issue with your idea. Mm-hmm. I don't think college football needs to adapt to the NFL. I think the NFL needs to adapt to college football. Kevin says if college is supposed to prepare you for a profession, then college football should only be about preparing for the pros. I love Vic's take. Uh, this is Brian. Manchester doesn't want anybody to get paid. He's an alt-right lunatic fringe bird. <laughs> what the hell is that in reference to? Make sure we save that for a terrible text. Where did, what, what would that have been in reference to? I assume it was something like college football players or something. I didn't say they shouldn't get paid today. They shouldn't. But I'm saying people who listen to this show know that's your take. I, I can't wait for National Signing Day when they all have their big... Hullabaloo to celebrate their fact that they're just going to get jobbed by Alabama. When are we meeting with uh, Milan Heyduk on this program? He's coming up at 8.30. 8.30, Milan Heyduk, the Duke, right here on Altitude 950. Oh, you want to sell that home, don't you? You got to sell that house. The year has passed. It's time. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call with the following offer. If he can't sell your home at a price and a time you guys agree on, he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Take home five grand either way. He has an exclusive system for marketing the home. It's all about marketing. 
Give them a call today. Troy Hansford, 720-900-4433. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. It's 720-900-4433. Here's what's happening at Altitude 950. This week's vacation is the International Sportsman's Expo. Try the gear, buy the trips, meet the pros at the Colorado Convention Center. January 11th through the 14th. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at Lamar's.com. That's Lamar's.com, where we have simply a better donut. Scott Aces here. Urology cancers, including prostate, kidney, and bladder, are among the top ten cancers diagnosed in men. At Porter Adventist Hospital, part of the Centura Health Cancer Network, they are pioneers in robotic urology surgeries, performing more than anyone in the entire Rocky Mountain region. In fact, they've been named among the top 5% in the nation for prostate surgery three years in a row. Learn more about their minimal incisions, maximum expertise at porterhospital.org slash urology. Get $3 off coupons at O'Reilly Auto Parts and wherever fishing and hunting licenses are sold. Go to sportsexpos.com for store locations and show information. The Sportsman's Expo, coming January 11th through 14th to the Colorado Convention Center in Denver. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Mines. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Mines will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food. It's Real de Mines with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at RealDeMinezRestaurant.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. If you're traveling on northbound I-225, there is a delay because of an accident at Colfax. Stop and go back to I-Lift. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Northbound I-25 running slow between Santa Fe and Spear, where there was an earlier closure. And westbound C-470 slowing between Ken Carroll and 285 because of a crash clearing. Becoming a child sponsor with Compassion International can change the world one child at a time. Find out how at Compassion.com forward slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Um, 
I would say this is how we should be playing, and the you know we're at home, so that helps. Um, we've had rest. We've been relatively healthy, and our guys are buying into it. I think I think what it says about our team is is the, the you know we're we're maturing. We understand the importance of the home stretch we've been on. And like we talked about, we have to make sure that we take advantage of that because we're gonna, there's going to come a time when we're going to have to go on the road and do the same things. All right, Hockey Wheel, how many games in a row have the Avs won? They've won three in a row, but they're 8-3-1 in their last 12. Uh-huh. So uh, I can't do any math, but what's that, 16, 17 points in their last 12? Uh, don't start throwing numbers at me. Do last. I have that right? Don't um, start tossing numbers at me. And one of those three losses was to Arizona at home. So that's a frustrating one. But the fact they've bounced back and won three in a row against three pretty decent hockey teams and two of those wins have come in OT and they play another decent hockey team tonight and then another one on Saturday night, this is the time. We talked about it with Coach mm-hmm. Bednar not only yesterday but the Wednesday before. Remember, Vic, he told you he made his team aware of how important this stretch was. Which I appreciate the coach's honesty because a lot of coaches would come on and say, oh no, we're just taking it one game at a time. And Bednar did do some of that, but he also said it would be a disservice to our guys to not discuss the importance of this 9 out of 10 at home. And right now in this 9 out of 10 at home, they're 3 and 1. All right, easy trivia here for Hockey Will. You should know this, and so should you, James, to be honest with you. Why am I Hockey Will? Is that your name now? Okay. Uh, the I prefer Columbus HW. HW. Hockey Will. Ah, there oh, you go. So perfect. It works. People wonder why he's HW. Now we Hockey know. Hockey Will. Um, the Columbus Blue Jackets come into town tonight with a guy that they drafted. They didn't draft him. He was drafted by another team. But this man was drafted fourth overall in the 2013 draft. Same draft that featured one Nathan McKinnon. Fellow's name is Seth Jones. Mm-hmm. Name his former NBA father. Popeye. Very easily done. See, Popeye Jones. Mm-hmm. And didn't Seth? Wasn't Seth a local kid? Yes, he grew Littleton, up here, right? Just, yeah. just when just when Popeye played. Here. Okay. I mean, yeah. I think it was just a four or five year stint. He also got his start by figure skating. I learned that on the Mark Mosier show yesterday. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Uh-huh. It's funny because there's a stigma there, right? Hockey players versus figure skaters. Correct. Like, dude, what are you doing? You're wearing those long, tight pants. What are you doing? Right. And yet some of the best hockey players out there are the ones that can skate. Well, and they were having the discussion of, all right, who who on the Avs roster has a background in figure skating? And they were talking like, all right, well, Sam Girard is maybe a guy who does because he is so good yeah. on his edges. So it was an interesting conversation. So a guy like Scott Parker probably did not probably have a background not. in figure probably skating. Probably not. No, he had a background in kicking people's ass. I think if you lean mm-hmm. toward the the goon spectrum, you probably uh, weren't out there doing a double sow cow. Again, Milan Hayduke coming up in about uh, 35 minutes on this show, visiting with the Duke. All right, quickly, you have one pick in the NFL draft. I'm not going to tell you what the, the Broncos do in the offseason. You get to pick one quarterback. Go. Who is it? Uh, I'm taking Baker Mayfield. HW, who is it? Baker Mayfield, it's a no-brainer. If he's available at five. Well, and there's a, a, a we're going to get mock draft after mock draft after mock draft. And Eric Galco, who's a scout and he worked for uh, Sporting News, happened to just... Sporting put, News still exist? I, I don't know. 
I have no idea. Really? It just this popped up on my timeline. We'll put it that way. Still okay. news out there. Still sports. Twenty five thousand followers. He must be semi. Well, you you're not going to remember this HW hockey will, but back in the day, Sporting News actually competed with Sports Illustrated. Yeah. They were a pretty fierce competitor. It was Sports Illustrated, Sporting News, and Sport. By the way, did you see my tweet about Sports Illustrated's Twitter handle over the weekend? Mm. Oh, about how they misspelled something. They called them the Golden Knights and didn't put the K. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't a play on words? No, it was not. I I was like, okay, what am I missing? Because they they redid it and spelled it correctly. All right. Uh, all right. So anyhow, here's the here's the mock draft. Number one, the Browns taking Sam Darnold. Number two, the Giants taking Josh Rosen. So two picks in, two quarterbacks off the board. Colts taking offensive tackle Connor Williams at three. Browns back on the board taking Saquon Barkley at four. Broncos at number five. Baker. Mayfield, Oklahoma. Okay, if you said to me, Vic, what do you think about the Broncos taking Baker Mayfield at five? I'd say great, as long as they go get Kirk Cousins as well. I'm on this train. I'm on this boat train with Vic. I think you let Cousins be your guy to try to win you a Super Bowl in the next two, three years, and then you give the keys to Baker. Well, here's the problem with that notion. If you're giving Kirk Cousins a contract here, the only way he comes here if you give him a long-term deal. He's not coming here for two years. He's coming here for four or five years. He wants security. So why would you lock up Baker Mayfield for four or five years of doing nothing behind Kirk Cousins? That's the only downside to that notion. Well, and the other problem is the number five pick in the draft is going to make a lot of money. It's not crazy money like uh, you know it used to be yeah. when Sam Bradford came out, but it's still pretty big money. Last year's fifth round or number five pick. Had a contract value of twenty five million, a signing bonus of sixteen million, and a cap hit of four point six. So you're really gonna have thirty some million dollars tied up in your quarterbacks. Plus no. you have another four, whatever it is, tied up in Paxton Lynch. I mean, maybe they get a fifth or a sixth round pick for him, but that remains to be seen. I mean, how much money can you have tied up in that position? You to me, Vic, that's a guy who can't make a decision. You can't make it. You can't make a decision. Broncos can't make a decision. We're going to sign a veteran, and we're going to draft a guy. Oh no, pick I'll, one. I'll make a decision for you, but you have to understand you're going two different routes with that decision. If you go with the kid, oh, you're not. You, I'm going to ask this question again, and I want you to answer in a in a practical, logical manner. If you stick with Baker Mayfield as your starting quarterback next year, are you a competitor in this league? You're you're contending for a playoff spot. Yes. Really. Yes, okay. with because you can keep everything else intact. So you sign Kirk Cousins and you take <laughs> Akib Talib, uh, Bradley Roby, and Emmanuel Sanders off this roster, but you add Kirk Cousins. Are you a contender? I don't know. I think you're more of a contender with an established quarterback who knows what he's doing than you are one that's learning on the job. Because all the excuse I hear out of uh, Kirk Cousins fans is, well, he was in Washington and it was dysfunctional. He didn't have any talent around him. Okay, well, to give him the money he wants, you're going to have to deplete this roster of talent. And was it a talent-laden roster all year? I'm not entirely sold on KC and the Sunshine Band, brother. I I am not entirely sold. There are other options. I'm just tired of Band-Aids. I'm tired of Band-Aids. Go get a guy who's going to be here for the next decade. Go solve the problem. Let me ask you this question. You ready for this one? What if Jay Cutler's available for $15 million and he only wants to play one or two more years? Well, I was on the Jay Cutler train last year. Would you be on the Cutler-Mayfield train? Yeah, that train. I two like that better. of the same sort of ilk. Because, look, the problem I have with, with Kirk Cousins is there's multiple. 
the, you know, the, just hanging out. The singular number for next year is one, because it's going to deplete the roster. Mm-hmm. But two, it's the long-term commitment, right? It's four or five years. You're saddled with that guy. That that contract could so easily become an albatross. Yes, it can. Jay Cutler ain't becoming an al- albatross. Whoever you draft at number five, that is not becoming an albatross. You have three years to fig- three or four years to figure out, is that the guy we want here, before it turns into an albatross. On the text line, 30933, guys, you're forgetting about Lamar Jackson. Why does somebody always overlook Lamar Jackson? He might be readily available in the second round. No comment? What? I mean, Lamar Jackson is a guy that is fun to watch, and he can make plays with his feet and with his arm. I don't know how playing at Louisville and running that system translates to the NFL. Real quick, Manchester, on that mock draft from Sporting News, you read a a name that we've kind of just glossed over, but I'm I'm on the bandwagon after watching this kid play. Hearing that Saquon Barkley was going four to Cleveland kind of bummed me out because if it's not Mayfield at five, I think it needs to be Saquon Barkley at five, or you need to get up a spot or two to get Saquon Barkley. That kid is special. Somebody says to me on the text line, guys, it's obvious Alex Smith will be available. He'll be cheaper than Kirk Cousins. I was all aboard the Alex Smith train, all aboard, until I spoke to Aqib Tlaib on Tuesday. He said this about Alex Smith. Would you, would you welcome Alex Smith to this uh, to this roster? Uh, I don't know, Vic. I don't know. I've seen Alex Smith in that, in that Chiefs offense. That- yeah. It's, it's, it's multiple guys who can be successful in that chief sure. offense and go to another offense and not be so successful. I see what you're saying. Man, they, 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 they offense kind of runs itself. As long yeah. as you get a guy who, who can manage it, it, it kind of runs itself, man. So I don't know about that. I don't even know what this is. What is- He's a system guy. There, there's nothing special about Alex Smith. He's a fine quarterback. Mm-hmm. But system guys, you know what system guys do? Mm-hmm. System guys get into the playoffs and lose wild card weekend or divisional weekend. That's what system guys do. Now, who, who are, like, list me some more system guys, please. Well, Alex Smith is the epitome of, okay. of one. Give me another system guy. Oh, I'm just curious. Cause cause what about guy? Ryan Tannehill? Is he a system guy sure. when he's, when he's I, not I, hurt? I don't, I don't know what that means. I, in, in the words of Easy e Carson Palmer. Oh, no. I, don't, I don't know what that means. Carson Palmer is it would be an example. How is Carson Palmer? How about, Palmer's how about any guy? of the guys they had down in Houston when they would get in, and it was T.J. Yates and Matt Schaub and, and, no, and those that are called, collection. Those are called mediocre quarterbacks, not okay. system guys. Well, I mean, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be a starter in this league, I think you're above mediocre. But, but, but what he succeeds because I mean, of their system. He can operate the system. You know who's a system guy? Trevor Simeon's a system guy. Again, and he went again, nine and seven when he had a competent coach. Everybody you're mentioning mediocre quarterbacks, not system. Quarterbacks. Brian Greasy, system quarterback. How far did the Broncos ever get again, in the playoffs again, with Brian Greasy? Alex Smith is better than every quarterback you just mentioned. He's not better than Brian Greasy. They're the same guy. They're the same guy. Top he's of he's the got hour. better wheels than Brian Greasy. Eight o'clock. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are at home taking on the Blue Jackets at Pepsi Center. The puck drops at 7 o'clock with a pregame show getting underway at 6.35. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avs, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the most. Shoot and scores! Nathan McKinnon, short side! Home of the cards. Get knocked in by Napoleon! The Abs and Nuggets, and Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. And this thing is over! Now, back to Vic Lombardi. 
obviously, uh, I, I was really direct at halftime. Uh, in that second quarter, they shot 76% and scored 41 points. That's embarrassing. Uh, and we all should take that personally, myself and the players that were on the floor. Uh, so what do they do? They come out in the third quarter, hold them to 18%, 18 points, and I think 42% for that second half. So uh, it's no secret, Ali. When we defend, we're a good team. You got the Vic Lombardi. They defended in that third quarter. Man, the second and third quarters for the Nuggets, like two different teams. They gave up 41 to the Suns in the second and then shut them down in the third. I think the Suns shoot 5 of 29 in that third quarter, and the Nuggets go on to win going away. Another home victory, and they're going to need a few more of those because they're at home an awful lot here in the months of January and February. Uh, I do want to tell you guys we're going to have some things available for you, some prizes. January 12th. Mark this down. Mm-hmm. January 12th, the Nuggets host the Memphis Grizzlies at Pepsi Center. You know you know what night that is, right? It's it's my generation. It's 80s night. Oh, Ooh. nice. It's, it's 80s night at Pepsi. They're going to bring back some of the greats of the 80s. Calvin Natt will be there. Wayne Cooper, Mike Evans, Michael Adams, Danny Shays, Billy Henslick. 80s night at Pepsi Center. We're gonna have some giveaways for that game because that is my ge- that's that's my childhood right there. Blair Rasmussen, he's not gonna be there. Willie White, no, I just gave you the names. Oh, are you gonna go drink at Thirsty's afterwards to kind of relive your glory days? Well, the Thirsty's building is still there. It is the Brooklyn's right across the street from Pepsi Center. Well, it, that seems is sim- it seems symbolic. Like you need to go, you need to go over there after the game. Do you remember what that whole area looked like before Pepsi Center was there? So you oh had, my gosh. Will, what you'd had, you're not gonna remember that you were. You were a child. Um, what they had there was like four or five buildings. They had the Casey Fine Furniture. I remember that. Yep. Okay, it's still there. It's still there, but it's just now something else. But they had like four or five buildings lined up. And then behind those buildings, railroad tracks. That's all there was, railroad tracks. There was nothing. The Pepsi Center did not exist. Elitch's wasn't there. There was nothing there. I mean, you could see all the way to the other side of the Platte River. Nothing was there. All we had was that wonderful edifice with the word thirsties scrawled on the front of it. Mm-hmm. Where again, the goal each night, for those of us who grew up in the 80s, when you attended thirsties, A, you get into a fight, B, you hook up, one or the other. That's how it worked. Time now for our Power 5 question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Oh, it's kind of funny, Vic, you say that, because I know people who are still the same way. When they go out. <laughs> well, you should be. Well, one or the other. I don't know many people that aren't. You can't just have fun. All right, Vic, we've got another pair of Nuggets and Jazz tickets against, or excuse me, over at Pepsi Center on Friday night. So our Power Five, the Avs are rolling right now. So we want to know your favorite Avalanche memory of all time with a slight caveat. Not 2001 Game 7 or not 96 Game 4 because we know we would get a ton of those and they were awesome. That's when they won the Cups. So something that's not that. And Jesse has got a little kind of snippet of what we're looking for. I really heard what Jeremy says because I got my two Stanley Cup wings plugging my ear. (laughs) That was a great moment. That was on the way to that first Stanley Cup. That was the first season Patrick Wall was in town. That was that series against the Chicago Blackhawks. That was a nip-and-tuck series. That could have gone either way, by the way. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the Avs emerged victorious. And it's funny because those series leading up to that Cup were the tough series. They swept the Cup. Yeah, Florida, Florida. was easy picking. That was a sweet job. Every other series leading up to that, 
That's the tough part. But you're right. There are so many moments, so many moments in yesteryear that you can you can pinpoint besides the cup moments. Yeah. So text us 30933 on the Altitude 950 text line. Your favorite Avs memory of all time that's not winning either cup. Again, we know everyone likes those, but we're looking for more unique ones. 30933, our favorite one is going to Nuggets Jazz. A lot of them probably are fight-related with the Red Wings, mm-hmm. right? The, how you like those apples. Yeah. Uh, that call, that probably gets in there. I mean, it, it's fairly recent, but how about Patrick Waugh's first game as head coach when he starts banging on the That was glass. awesome. That was I mean, that was awesome. a tone setter, right? Yes. Um, but yeah, there's a lot, was that? lot of That was them. against Anaheim, I think. That was against Anaheim. Uh, that Correct sounds wrong, right. Yeah. That sounds right too. Yeah. What about Wa Osgood, Wa Vernon? What fight was better? What fight stands out well, to I you guys the first, more? The first is always the best one. Right? I didn't like either one of them because it's silly. It's it's all staged. What it felt the hell w- is wrong with you? It felt WWE to me. You but, don't. You didn't like that. Mo- that was no. so cool. No, didn't like it at all. Wow, Did not like man. It. Hey, let's like let's both skate out here, and uh, that that was too staged. You like I like money? it. I like an organic fight. I'm fine with an organic fight. How's an organic fight? Maybe it's the vegan in me. I almost got I into like a fight organic yesterday. Fight. I almost got into a fight yesterday playing pickup basketball. It was organic. You what's, guys what's the difference between organic and artificial? You, a fight's a fight. You didn't plan it out in the locker room, and then you both came off the bench and got into the middle of the court and started duking it out. It's WWE. How about 01 Game 6, Vic? What are your memories of that? It was obviously back in New Jersey. Yeah. It's 3-2 Devils. They all have their tinfoil cups. like Because sure. I believe Jersey won it in 2000, right? Yeah. So it was cup stays here, cup stays here. And there's the infamous story of Patrick Waugh yelling out the bus window, you will not win the Stanley Cup tonight. That was, and they uh, that was Mission 16W. The one yeah. thing, the one image seared in my brain from that game, do you remember Patrick Waugh misplaying the puck? Remember that? Like, yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And they're going to lose. And they ended up winning the game, obviously. But he misplayed the puck, and he did it a few times in that playoff run. Now that. that you say that, I remember it. It didn't jump to mind. But, yeah, I, I do recall that now. Do you remember? I mean, and you guys, I was I was young, but this is why a lot of my first sports memories are the Avs. What was it like from your guys' perspective when they were every single year either going to the Cup or going to the Western Conference we were Finals? Spoiled. Or going, yeah. I'll tell you what, we were spoiled. We, we we took it for granted. We inherited, again, and this is why it's so hard uh, as Avs fans today, we inherited a ready-made Cup contender. Think about that. Just, just I want you to understand, what if, what if you inherited an NFL team that was a Super Bowl champion the first year and won the division 10 straight years thereafter and sold out every game? Right. Just think about that for a second. Right. We inherited a team that was dominant year in, year out, that sold the place out year in, year out. You could not get Avs tickets. You had to get them on the secondary market. The the only thing I can compare 96 through about, when was the lockout? 2004? Oh. Something like that. That stretch for the Avs was similar to me as the Peyton Manning era with the Broncos. But it was longer. Mm-hmm. That's double stretch, the length. Yeah, that stretch for the Avs, let's say it right now, was the most dominant stretch by any pro team in Colorado sports history. But if you think about it, and that's a recent memory, and yeah. it tends to be a Bronco town, Broncos won the division every year, right? They were. It's not official in the NFL where you, hey, the best regular season record, but they were, I mean, they had the number one seed, but three times during that stretch mm-hmm. uh, where they were constantly the best team in the conference or among the best team in the conference and you were competing for championships and you were you went into every game or in a case of hockey every series thinking you were going to win it right and you were shocked when you didn't win it 
You were shocked when Minnesota, when Manny Fernandez stood on his head and beat them in 03 or whatever it was. It was stunning. Uh, it was shocking when they lost to the Red Wings in the 7 nothing game 7 or whatever it was. It was, it was that. It was like you were rooting for the Broncos from 2012 to 2015 where you expected to win every playoff game. And you expected to go to the Super Bowl. Well, in Manchester, you were in your 20s and 30s when this was going on. And I've heard you describe it before, but what was it like down around Pepsi Center and around McNichols? I mean, it was very, Vic even said it, it of, was the it place to well, be, I'll tell right? You what it, was. it was a lot of, it was a lot of rich drunk people. It, it, it was, it, it was the trendiest time I remember in Denver. Just remember it, that. Rich drunk people. It was this. It was purple martini, blue 57, some some martini bar with a name it or a color in the name and black leather jackets. A lot of rich drunk people. That's what it was. How much That's did they get was. for a purple blue sky whatever martini? Probably we'd look at it now and go, really? It was only eight bucks? But back then you're like, eight dollars for a martini? But it was like the martini craze was coming on. It was, that was, it all went hand in hand. Yeah. It was trendy. Is hey. a martini the shake and stirred thing? And every girl I met was dating Dan Hino. He dated the entire city. That's what I remember. And they were all dating him apparently at the same time, and they thought they were the only one. Good for Dan. In fact, the demographic <laughs> of the Avs fan in the late 90s is rich, drunk person. That is the worst call in the history of the league. Yes, yes, that would be that would be accurate. Again, our Power 5 question of the day, your greatest uh, Avs memory. Uh, we are going to talk to Milan Hayduk here at the bottom of the hour. Uh, Milan's going to have his number retired Saturday night at Pepsi Center for a chance to win Nuggets Jazz tickets, your greatest we should be giving away Avs tickets for this, but I guess I guess it's Nuggets Jazz. The greatest memory, not cup related, correct? Do you want to call an audible, Vic? What? I've got a uh, pair of really good seats in my drawer for Nuggets Ducks on MLK Day. N- Nuggets Ducks. We got an NBA team against oh, an NHL gosh. team. Holy crap! That's going to be no, great. That's going to be good. I'm in on Do that. You play on ice. Jokic on the ice. <laughs> I've got a pair of real. Let me try that again. I've got a pair of really good tickets. For Avs Ducks for MLK Day, it's a day game. I now, believe it's a noon or a one o'clock now start. You got it. You want to change this prize See, up? Well, now you're gonna get the hockey people to really recollect a little bit. Three zero nine three three. You can go to Avs Ducks on Monday. Make sure you're off work that day though, because it is a day game. Trust me, I went to a few of those Avs games back in the day where you could not find a seat, and people were dressed to the nines. Oh my gosh! I remember yeah. people. The, all right, they had to be ready Let to go to Mint afterward. The ladies. Were outrageous. Late nineties, the ladies that attended Avs games. I mean, that is the place. That Go was a on. club in itself. Go on. That was a club was, in itself. Was there a better spot than after a big Avs game at Chop House, dude? After they won the cup at Chop House, it was nuts. I'll I mean, forget it. Now we sound like old guy yes. reminiscing about the good the old whole, days. I remember walking the concourse at McNichols good when green. the Avs were winning every year, just looking at the ladies. It was ridiculous. Get to the playoffs, Avs! Get to the playoffs! It's 8-12. Guys, I want to take a moment this morning to tell you about my friends at American Financing. Give them a call at 303-695-7000 or check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. You know, I work with uh, HW. He's a millennial. So the news that came from my friends at American Financing really caught my attention. 
Millennials aren't just buying homes at record rates nowadays. According to new data from Ellie Mae, they're also refinancing their existing ones. It makes sense. With average interest rates falling to their lowest point in 2017, millennials are taking advantage of refinancing opportunities to lower their monthly interest payments. It's something we can all be doing right now as interest rates are extremely low. At least they will be for the next month. That's when the Fed meets again, and that could easily mean a rate increase. So don't wait much longer. Make the call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American. American Financing today. They're at 303-695-7000. You can also check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. Don't forget, American Financing, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. Avalanche defenseman Nikita Zadorov. We want to take advantage of the home ice. You know, we got a long stretch here of the six games, so we want to pretty much win every game and uh, get closer to the playoffs. But that's our goal before the break. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Safeway is currently hiring drivers to work in our transportation department located off I-70 in Colorado. You will ensure the deliveries are made on time with precision routes and timely scheduling. You will be able to go home at the end of every shift. And the starting rate for the driver's position is $22.49 an hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. You must have documented work experience in the transportation trucking industry to be considered for this position. You must have a Class A CDL, at least three years or equivalent to 300,000 miles of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment. Refrigeration experience preferred. Must be 21 years old to apply. This is a great opportunity to work with a stable company you can retire with. Safeway treats their employees outstanding, offering an excellent compensation and benefit package, starting out at $22.49 per hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. To apply for the driver's position, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway is a drug-free workplace. At KeyBank, we believe financial wellness is all about taking small steps. Financial wellness means spending your money wisely and being aware of your spending. KeyBank's financial wellness tool not only makes it so that I can track my spending, but I can see what I'm spending my money on. I feel more conscious of what I'm spending, and I feel like I have the reins more than I did before. If you want to take your first steps to financial wellness, use the red key. KeyBank. Member FDIC. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A delay on westbound C-470 between Ken Carroll and 285 where there's an accident clearing. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. The eastbound side of C-470 looking at a delay as well between Quincy and Bowles. Activity in the median and left lane of eastbound C-470. Becoming a child sponsor with Compassion International can change the world one child at a time. Find out how at Compassion.com forward slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude. 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Coach Stoops, you're welcome to a chubby, unathletic kid into the program with open arms. I wouldn't say that many would do that, but thank you. Uh, 
But the thing that I'm most thankful for is hiring Coach Riley. The day that you did that changed my life. So appreciate that. Coach Riley, you've been a great mentor to me. Been through a lot together. Appreciate you. I didn't know Pat Riley coached Baker Mayfield. No wonder he was so successful. Heisman Trophy winner, Baker Mayfield, the next quarterback of your Denver Broncos. I like the Georgia guy telling him he needs to humble himself after they just hung 48 on him or whatever the number was. Like, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, come on, dude. The, the overtime, and we haven't, <clears throat> excuse me, we haven't dove a ton into it just because there was so much Broncos and Avs and Nuggets news. The Oklahoma coaches bungled the first overtime. Well, they got too conservative. Yeah, when Georgia kicks a field goal, you put the ball in Baker's hand, you say a touchdown, and we're Let's playing go. for a natty. Yeah, but you know what? where they blew that game? They On blew the that game. squib kick at the end of the first half. It was the end of each exactly half. Exactly right. The squib kick at the end of the first half. Dumb. You're up 31-14 with, with six seconds left. Dumb. There's no way you give up points there dumb. unless it's a kick return. So that was dumb. Dumb. But they get the ball back in a tie game, 55 seconds left, three timeouts. They get all the way to like the 47-yard line. It's third and two, and Mayfield throws a, a deep ball down the right sideline. Like, what are we doing? It's third and two. Get him outside. Get him in space. Pass run, run pass option. Get the first down. You got you got the clock will stop on the first down, and you got timeouts. It just was a bad play call and or a bad decision in terms of where he went with the football. God, it hurts my my heart so much to know that there are two SEC teams in the national title game. Sorry, Why? You, it's the best conference in America. It just hurts. It hurts everything. My whole body's just shaking. You're one of those anti-SEC guys. Just so much. So much. Is it because of the Notre Dame thing, or, or is it bigger than that? Oh, no, much bigger. I mean, I'd, I'd rather have any other conference win the Natty over the SEC. Can't stand the SEC. I'm with you. Can't, just, I don't know. You know, I respect them. I respect them. Can't stand them. I mean, Auburn. I think they, they, I think they cheat better than everybody else, number one. There's be- there's more cheating, more rampant cheating. They get away with more. Their budgets are through the roof. They do things that other teams are not allowed to do. Nick Saban for years has over recruited. You know that's that the biggest thing. That's the biggest Where thing. You recruit that's more shady. players. You recruit more players than yes. you're allowed, and then you tell respective players, "Sorry, we have we have no spots for you." Look, and, and, and you're I, screwed. And I, I it came up earlier from a texter. I'm not mm-hmm. you. You pay a college athletes guy. Yeah. I'm not. But if you give him a scholarship. You, you can't better, pull the scholarship exactly right. unless they get in trouble or do exactly something. Exactly right. You can't say, hey, you know what? We recruited a better offensive tackle now, so you're out. That's balderdash. When, when Alabama's strength and conditioning coach makes more money than any CU assistant coach, coordinator included, what does that tell you about the the balance there? I, but it's, see, I don't have a problem with that. If one, if one school can raise more money and spend more money and cares about it more and invest in it more... That's CU's problem. That's not Alabama's problem. That's but, CU's but, problem. But I'm saying it's a built-in advantage is all I'm saying. It's okay. very obvious. There's no salary Notre Dame's got their own damn TV network, dude. That's a built-in advantage. True. I, I mean, I don't dispute that. And, but and they I also, don't begrudge them for that either. They went out and got it. Yeah, but the difference is the cheating and the mm. and the cutting you the corners. You think the SEC is the only ones that cheat? Not at all. Baylor cheats and they got caught. Do you remember when USC cheated yeah, and they, they got che- caught? No, but I'm saying more rampant in the SEC. They, How? Based on what? Part of the sport. Uh, Ole Miss or Mississippi State is on me? probation constantly. It's I, constant. I, I think, I think Auburn's yeah. constantly Saban, under Saban just does it. Saban, Saban cheats in a noble way, I guess. I know the, the over recruiting is the, to me, it's That's the cheating. shadiest part of it. To me, it's technically not breaking the rules, but it's a, it's a shady, crappy way to, to treat 
18, 19, 20 year old. You know, you, you make you, a commitment. You can't tell me who I have to like and hate. That's sports. That's that's why it's, it's frivolous, right? We have fun. It's leisure. I can hate whatever teams I want, and you can too. And people hate Notre Dame. I get it. People I, hate Duke basketball. People hate the Yankees. I hate the SEC. I'm going to go to that very bar that I got kicked out of last year. Do you remember that bar? Yes. I could see it from here. I could see it from here. It's in Glendale. It's an Alabama alumni bar, and they're going to be watching the national title game there. And the ladies at that bar kicked me out of it last last time I was there. For wearing your Clemson gear. Exactly. I might go back there with Georgia gear this week. I'd for Let's Talk Football? That. I might do that. That'd it's not a fun. bad idea, just, just kind of round two. But but if you're asking me which team I'm rooting for in an all-SEC final, oh, my God, I am Georgia all the way. Oh, no doubt. And it's not even close. No doubt. No, no I roll tide roll, baby, SEC. Let's go. Well, Georgia's, Georgia's in the SEC. Too. Yeah, but when you think SEC, you think Bama. You, know, you think Saban. I certainly don't think Missouri. I went well, I'm an to, SEC alum. Earlier this year, I went to the Notre Dame-Georgia game in hey, South Bend. Hold on. How about Saban bitching and moaning this week? That he's got a game a week after his last right. game. And it's not fair to the kids. Shut up. Isn't that how it is every week during the season? Exactly. So, Nick, Nick, let me get this straight. So, during the regular season, you play every Saturday. And now you're moaning that you have to play a week after the semifinal game? What? What's your problem, dude? What do you, What else do you want? Mm, hold on. Let's be fair here. Why is Belichick a genius and Saban we just complain about? Oh, they're both geniuses. Saban's okay. a great coach. I'm not taking away from his coaching. He's. I'd love to have him as my coach. But in this case, he's an idiot. You're complaining about, and then you're saying it's on the kids? You mean the same kids you over-recruit and pull scholarships from? Yeah, Those same exactly. Kids? Exactly. I'm just he's, curious. He's Those same kids? Hypocrite. Well, he's a hypocrite. Last year he said you, you can't be in the playoff unless you win your conference, and this year he changed And, and this too. year he's campaigning for yeah, it. I mean, he's, just a, he's the epitome of a hypocrite. He bailed on the Dolphins after telling people he wasn't looking at a job. He's a liar and a hypocrite. Now, he's a great coach. I take him as my coach. And in his first year, he was 6-6, six and six, and you know who they played in whatever crappy bowl game is played in Shreveport? CU. Where have those two programs gone since then? What were you saying about your story? You went to the Notre Dame-Georgia game? Oh, I'm rooting for Georgia because I went to the Notre Dame-Georgia game. Yeah. And that was like a home game for Georgia. I saw the red. Those people They're passionate. are unbelievable. And I give most of the credit for this to, to the Notre Dame fans because the Georgia fans, you know, they, they could get a little obnoxious. But I didn't see a single incident, not a single incident, in a game that finished 20-19. Yeah. to 19. You would have if I was there. They were extremely passionate, unbelievably Program that hasn't won a national title since 1980, and they're they're that way. I want to see that fan base get rewarded. From what I understand, at the at the Rose Bowl, it was it was mostly a Georgia crowd. It'll be three quarters Georgia and Atlanta for the national title game. I mean, they talk about playing in your backyard. So I am rooting for Georgia as well. Alabama, Alabama's going to win. Alabama's going to win. What's the number? Is there a number out yet? I think it's three and a half Alabama. I think the over-under opened at like 47. Three and a half, Bama. After what they did to Clemson, that seems a little low to me. You can tell I listen to Clay Travis on altitude uh, 950 yeah, on my way in. Three and yes. a half. Alabama's defensive line absolutely dominated the Clemson game. I mean, they were just toying with those Clemson players. It wasn't even fair. Saban took Dabo to school a little bit, right? I mean, that was a little bit of, I'm sick of you beating me. I'm going to prove Sorry. to you, Dabo, that I'm Nick Saban. D- Dabo beat him in the national title game. He's got last laugh. Uh, Luis says, uh, Saban has no place to complain. You're right, Luis, because he had a bye week 
didn't have to play in a conference championship game. You're exactly right. right. Dude didn't even play this conference championship game. He had an extra week to prepare, and he's he's crying about a week? Shut up! Yeah, Clemson had to play that week. Georgia had to play that week. They got to sit home and rest because they didn't even win their division, yet here they are. Well, and Oklahoma had to play, too, so three Correct. of the four had to play. He was the only one that didn't have to play. Such a hypocrite. Uh, text from Caleb, the SEC rules football Keep in mind, Vic, you come from a school that's independent, which is so soft. Join a conference, damn it. I'll say this. I, I've always wanted Notre Dame to join a conference, but they don't duck anybody. Look at their damn schedule every year. They don't duck anybody. I want you to compare Notre Dame's schedule and Alabama's schedule this year. Take a look at it on paper. Right now. If you're driving, stop. Actually, keep driving and look it up. Compare the two I, I, schedules. I don't think that's the advice we want to give people. Just look it up. Pull over. Maybe you're on I-25 when it was closed this morning. Uh, James said Boulder Dash again. Uh-oh. Spelled it wrong, but it's okay. We get it. It's one word. Yeah. You said it earlier. Uh, as a young man in Mississippi, the 1996 conference finals will all be my best hockey moment because I became a hockey fan and especially an Avs fan. That's from D. Our Power 5 question of the day, your favorite Avs moment outside of their cup-clinching victories. What is it for a chance to win Avs tickets to what game? Avs Ducks on MLK Day, January 15th. It's a 1 o'clock start, so uh, we would love to send you, if you have that day off or you work a different shift, 1 o'clock over at Pepsi Center, Avs Ducks, MLK Day. Uh, 970, Claude Lemieux giving Draper a new face and then going to Game 6 of the 01 Cup in Jersey because my sister was a prominent lawyer in Newark. We had great tickets, and I was wearing a Sackick sweater. You can't go with uh, giving Chris Draper a new face. Why? It's a bad moment, dude. It's a bad moment. I know that's... It's what if a, he had a punchable face? Eh, that's a bad moment. Look, we we got we can't be that biased. That Yeah, I know it was an abs player who delivered the hit. Yeah, but it's sports. You're allowed to be biased. You're allowed to hate. You're allowed to despise. Remember, that's I why we it. do this. This is why it's fantasy. I hate the SEC. I... I don't hate the humans who represent the SEC. I hate the idea of the SEC. Okay, well, in my mind, and I'm with you. You can hate, you can hate, and you can, you know, be biased on that kind of stuff. In my mind, that moment is a blemish. I'll, I'll just put it that way. God, I hate the SEC. We can tell. I just hate Alabama. I hate them all. Equally. No, you don't hate Vandy. You don't That's hate Mizzou. Point. What do you I got against Mizzou? I don't consider Missouri the SEC. Me either. I mean, it's not even. It's, it's, it's I old, love how he gravy yeah. trains the SEC. It's an old big two big SEC East title games in six years. You know, what, you know what Missouri will always be in my eyes? The team that cried about the fifth down. Cried, yeah. cried, cried because yeah. they couldn't get their AstroTurf to work yeah. over there. You don't That's get five downs, That's Vic. Missouri to me. Yeah. Missouri's always that team. You're not even relevant, dude, in football. You almost won, we almost won a natty like. Four Get years relevant. ago. Give me, give me, give me something what to talk the about. Score besides of those SEC title games. Were any of them close? One of them was close against Auburn, and Auburn. then Auburn went on to play Jameis Winston in the national title game. Don't even remember. Milan Adu, <laughs> the Duke. Coming up next on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station is playing the hits. And now Eric Johnson's fighting right by EJ, right by EJ, right by EJ, right by EJ. He's going to town on some dude in front of the Avalanche bench. You want some of this? Eric Johnson beat the snot out of Zach Ronaldo. It's the Avs in Blue Jackets tonight at 7. Pre-game starts at 6.30 on the home of the Colorado Avalanche. Altitude 950. We've got bodies all over the place. You better keep your head up. 
Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com. Whatever your business is, there's usually some kind of cryptic lingo that goes along with it. But there's some lingo that every business needs to understand. OCR, forms processing, authentication, encryption. If you don't know how this jargon impacts your bottom line, then you've got problems you don't even know about. Pacific Office Automation helps you cut through the mumbo-jumbo. They're experts at solving electronic workflow problems. The ones you know about, and even the ones you don't. Pacific Office Automation. Problem solved. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Hey, Abs fans. Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Colorado Avalanche look for a win at home against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Free game starts tonight on Altitude Sports at 6 p.m. with puck drop at 7 p.m. Altitude brings you all the best hockey action from the ice to the locker room all season long. For more behind-the-scenes exclusives and game previews, follow Altitude TV on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Colorado Avalanche. At KeyBank, we believe financial wellness is all about taking small steps. Financial wellness means spending your money wisely and being aware of your spending. KeyBank's financial wellness tool not only makes it so that I can track my spending, but I can see what I'm spending my money on. I feel more conscious of what I'm spending, and I feel like I have the reins more than I did before. If you want to take your first steps to financial wellness, use the red key. KeyBank. Member FDIC. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A couple of slow spots on C470 still at this point. Westbound between Ken Carroll and 285 from an earlier crash. Traffic is brought to you by the TJ Martell Foundation. And eastbound C470 running slow Quincy through two bulls. Watch for activity with an accident eastbound 6th Avenue at Calumet. Join the TJ Martell Foundation in the fight against leukemia, cancer, and AIDS. Your support helps facilitate cutting-edge research that will lead to more effective treatments and save more lives. Visit tjmartell.com. To learn more. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Picked up by Brandon Yip. Yip with speed through the neutral zone. Cut off by Boyle at the Sharks' blue line. It's fired in. The abs are onside. Comes to Duchesne. Centering pass. Hayden. Score! Milan! Hayden! 
His second goal of the game, and the Avs immediately recapture the lead. It's 3-2 on Hayduk's second goal of the contest. A great feed from Matt Duchesne, and the Sharks completely forgot about 23, flying down the slot all by himself. The great Milan Hayduk. And let me tell you when you can call a player great, when his former team takes his jersey and pulls it up in the rafters for all to see. This Saturday night at Pepsi Center, the number 23 officially retired, that number belonging to the great Milan Hayduk, who joins us on the hotline right now. Milan, how are you, my man? Uh, really good. How about yourself? Very, very good. So let, let me ask you, let, let's start with the jersey itself. Number 23, for those of us who grew up playing basketball, that's always going to be Michael Jordan's number. How did you come about number 23? Why did you chose? Why did you choose that specific number? Oh, actually, I did not. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I showed up for my first training camp, and this number was given to me. And, uh, you know, it, 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 uh, I made a team. Uh, it worked out really well for me, so I stuck with it. Yeah. I remember you and Marty Skula back in the day, two young kids who could barely speak English doing their thing. And I remember interviewing the two of you, and you were so wide-eyed. And here you are years later. You're still living in Denver, Colorado. You haven't left. Whatever happened to Marty Skula? Where is he now? Ma- Marty Skula lives still. Uh, he lives in, in back in Czech Republic. Like he, uh, I think recently he retired. Like he, he played some a uh, few years back in. Uh, and he played in uh, KHL in the Russian league. And uh, he retired, and uh, I think he's he's doing some uh, business. He's selling boats and fishing stuff and stuff like that. Wow. So, yeah. So you, you spent all 14 seasons in Colorado, which is rare these days. You know, you, you don't get guys to spend an entire career with the same team. Was there ever a moment, uh, Milan, take us back in history, was there ever a moment where you thought you were going to leave the Avalanche, play for somebody else? Actually, not really. Like, there were, like, Probably a few options with if uh, if kind of I waited at the end of my career, uh, contract and then uh, I probably would have some options. But like we always liked it here, uh, you know, our family was set here. Uh, the team was really good, so uh, there was no really reason to uh, to leave. We just, you know, we love Colorado, and that's why we uh, made this place a home. You know how it works. You, you have to be lucky in life. It, it's not about how good you are necessarily as much as how good the other players around you are to make you a better player. So you, you played with some of the greatest of all time. You played alongside Sackick and Forsberg. And that, you ever imagine what it would have been like, like if you had gone to another team? Yeah, maybe you don't get oh, your jersey retired this weekend. Definitely. Definitely that, that you know, uh, obviously you, you need to have some of your own talent, but you have to, it's a, it's a team game. You got to be surrounded by uh, great hockey players. And I, I was, I was lucky enough to, uh, to be, that, it would be that case, uh, you know. If, if you look at uh, the, the, the names I play with, like Joe, Peter, Alex, Dury, I mean uh, Paul Stas, you know, like you know, like all great, great players. So that that makes your life much easier. And then and, and it's uh, once you make the team, it's 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 a lot easier to be successful. That's for sure. Uh, we all remember what Joe did. He was the most clutch Avalanche player ever, especially come playoff time. He picked up his game. We remember Peter Forsberg for being so unique. Is there anything about their games that you inherited? Did you learn anything from those specific players that you said, "Man, I I, I started doing that better because of those guys"? Yeah, like there was there was probably a few things. There was not just them. It was uh, Ray Bork and then uh, Rob Lake, Adam Food, like we had you know a bunch of leaders. So you kind of started uh, watching it. A lot of things you can pick up in the practice, right? You 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 watch how they prepare, what they do, 
how how they uh, handle different situations on the ice when, when they're in a situation like this and what obviously what works for them could work for you too. So stuff like that, Not, nothing really specific, but these are little things here and there that uh, can at the end make you a better hockey player. So the year you won the Cup, Milan, I'll never forget it because bad news came down in the playoffs that year where Peter Forsberg would no longer be available. He, he blew up his spleen. And we're thinking as Avs fans, oh, well, it's over. They're not going to win now. Peter's gone. What, what what came to your mind when you heard the news that he was in the hospital and he would no longer be able to play? Yeah, well, I remember that. Like we, uh, it was, uh, I think it was it after LA uh, series. Yes. Was it? Yeah. So so we ended up playing two uh, two playoff series without Peter, right? Uh, arguably the best player, uh, you know, that time. So uh, it was devastating. We were like, well, now this is going to be awfully hard. But you know, we had, there was a bunch of other guys that that you know could carry the load, and 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 we did, and we uh, took care of. Uh, I want to say in, in conference finals, we we took care of San Luis in, uh, in five games, and then uh, uh, New Jersey took us to Game Seven. Mm-hmm. But uh, we got it done even without Peter. So that tells you how uh, how much depth we had that time in that team. Yeah, that is the epitome of a team when you can have that kind of talent around you. You lose a player like Peter Forsberg and still go it, on to it, win the it, cup. It, yeah. What, so it, so it would be like. It, it, Sorry, like it would be like uh, 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 Pittsburgh losing Crosby right now in the playoffs, right? I don't know how far they could go. You're right. Without him. So You're right. Something like that. Yeah. So what is the difference in your mind between hockey in the 90s and the 2000s when you guys were dominant and, and the NHL today? But besides the way the salaries are structured now, where back then you guys could tack on as many players as you wanted, really. <sighs> what's the biggest difference in your eyes? Yeah, uh, well, obviously they uh, they took the red line out, so that that speed up the uh, the game, the hockey games tremendously. All of a sudden, uh, there's so much speed. Uh, you don't see uh, uh, that many older guys anymore in the league. If you're in your mid 30s, it looks like you're you're a dinosaur almost. Uh, now it's it's a young guys' game. So much speed, so much uh, so much talent. It's definitely. The, I think the game is probably uh, in better place right now. It, it, it's it's fun to watch. Uh, guys, are, like I said, young guys coming into league at eighteen, nineteen, they're ready to play. Mm. It's, it's it, before you had maybe few guys, special guys, ready to play. Now a bunch of them are, you know, ready to play. And and uh, and the, you know the, the game is the game is fun to watch. It's just it's just all about speed right now. If you if you don't skate well, uh, you can't play, pretty much. There's no fighting. I mean, very little fighting. Not like in your day where every period something would... Uh, no. I mean, I, I, I imagine a player like you, you'd be like, okay, another fight. Now i got to wait around. Because that wasn't your game. You wanted to just want, you wanted to play hockey. That's 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 right. Yeah, but like every team that, I mean, the old days, they had, you know, some tough guys. We had, you know, Scotty Parker and, 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 and Peter Worrell and these guys. Every team had someone. So these heavyweights, they disappear out of the game, right? They're, they're not there anymore. You have you have uh, each team was rolling three four lines that they can score they can play. Uh, there's not really that much fighting anymore. Talking to the great Milan Hayduk, who will have his number 23 jersey retired by the Avalanche Saturday night at Pepsi Center when they take on the Minnesota Wild. Uh, uh, Duke, I, I saw an interview with you and Kyle Keefe over the weekend, and it was tremendous. Keefer's there, and I'm like, God, what what arena are they in? And and Keefe says, No, no, that's that's Milan's rink. He's got his own rink at his house. <laughs> Dude, that is yeah, I mean, that's nicer than most yeah. arenas. 
Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's a small small version. It's 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 not a maybe a, the the ice looks. It, it's a, it's a lot, it's probably one third of the ice, maybe one one quarter of regular sheet. But uh, yeah, I I you know I saw this thing. Uh, Adam Foot he when he used to live in Cherry Hills, so he had a outdoor ring, something like that. I'm like, okay, uh, this is pretty cool. I have two boys playing hockey, so it'd be nice something to have for them. And uh, uh, we decided to build it. <laughs> We're having fun there. How old are your boys? They they just turned 14 yesterday. Do they skate every day? I mean, are they into it? Do they love it? Yeah, they they love it. Yeah, they like the game. Uh, I'm coaching the team, so uh, so we're, so it's it's a lot of fun. Milan, is it hard to coach your kids? I coached my kid in basketball a little bit. I found it so challenging because you want to yell, you want to be hard on them, and then you got to remember you're a coach and not a parent. How how challenging is that? It is very challenging. Uh, I think sometimes they rather listen advices from someone else than me. I think they, it's, it's just kind of it's tough to be a coach, coach, uh, and, and and you know, and dad. You know, at the same time, they uh, you know, it's just it, sometimes it's a struggle. I, I think I'm harder on them than uh, on other kids because you want to you know see them do well too, and, and uh, I don't know, sometimes they take it uh, the rough way. But you know, it, it's sometimes it's challenging, but also it's fun too. So it's it's kind of a mix of everything. Well, if I got to wake up every day and play in that arena that you built for them, I, I'd want to play hockey every single day. So that, that's what a what a pleasure, <laughs> what a joy. Hey, um, when you watch the Avs skate today, and they're having a much better season, obviously, than they had a year ago, and you're, you're looking at Nathan McKinnon, what separates McKinnon from others? Why is he suddenly playing so well? Uh, well, he was drafted first overall, so kind of he was – Something like this was expected from him. Uh, maybe he showed it, you know, for a year or two, and then uh, last year was a tough year for everyone. Uh, this year he's back, uh, back to be himself, and I mean he's got that tremendous speed that uh, what separates him. He when he every time he touches the puck, all of a sudden like, it's like on a PlayStation he press a turbo and 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 he goes right, and then he with that speed he he creates uh, uh, so many offensive opportunities for. For uh, for himself and for his line mates, especially the whole line with uh, Mika Rantanen and and, and Gabe Landeskog, they're just flying on all cylinders. They're basically carrying uh, the ass right now. I mean, obviously there are some other lines that are, they're producing, but this line especially is uh, carrying the load right now. Well, I, I can't wait to watch them um, Saturday night when you are there, seeing your jersey go up. Uh, have you thought about the moment? Have you thought about what what this means? I mean, this is huge. This is this is a part of you that will be in the rafters at Pepsi Center forever. Definitely, this is this is a huge, huge honor. Like so, I'm kind of going over preparing my speech, and uh, you kind of go over some stuff what happened in the past, and 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 uh, when you look uh, look up at the Pepsi Center, the, the jerseys are already hanging. What what guys are uh, already hanging there, and then my jersey is going to be part of that. It's 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 unbelievable. And and someone mentioned the other night that. It's we have a one goalie there with Patrick, two defensemen, and my jersey's up. It's gonna be uh, three forwards, so basically one whole line and one goaltender. So, <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of neat and special. Yeah. I'll leave it at this because the one thing that um, Pierre Lacroix used to say, he said it all the time. Not only do we want to win, we want to be entertaining. You guys were great entertainers. You guys were an offensive explosion on the ice every night. You were a particular brand of hockey that made it fun to watch. Did he tell you that? Did he did he stress that? Did, did the coaches stress that when you played? Yeah, well, I mean, they, they mentioned it too, obviously, at the end. 
Uh, I mean, you want to win, but you, you you play for the for the for the fans, right? They, you want to entertain them and uh, make the fun. I mean, the games fun, and you want to win, but also make it fun. So, uh, why not to play offensive hockey and, and and score a bunch of goals? Because ultimately, the goals that's they're fun for for the fans. So. That's what we tried to do, and, and uh, more often than not, we were uh, were successful. Milan, it was a pleasure uh, visiting with you this morning. Good luck. Hope to see you Saturday night. I know Avs fans will be on their feet as they see number 23 in the rafters. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. All right, that is the great Milan Hayduke. Again, Saturday night, Pepsi Center. Avs Wild. It's about as good a rivalry as we have with the Avs these days. Avs Wild and Milan Hayduke. On the ice. Yeah, they, excuse me, they sold out that game against the Leaves, Leafs, whatever you want to call them. Uh, you wonder what the atmosphere is going to be like Saturday night at Pepsi Center. Especially if they keep this uh, sucker going. They got the Jackets tonight, win again tonight, and they'll be what? In Nine, three, what? and one in their last 13. That's how you do it. Thank you to Milan Hayduke up next. Marty O and his morning sugar fix. Ah, right, you want to sell that home, don't you? You got to sell that house. The year has passed. It's time. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call with the following offer. If he can't sell your home at a price and a time you guys agree on, he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Take home five grand either way. He has an exclusive system for marketing the home. It's all about marketing. Give him a call today. Troy Hansford, 720 900 4433. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. It's 720-900-4433. Here's what's happening at Altitude 950. Join Altitude 950 Saturday for opening day of the National Western Stock Show. Stop by the Altitude 950 booth between 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. outside the Expo Hall and enter to win an autographed Colorado Avalanche hockey stick. The National Western Stock Show running Saturday through January 21st. 16 days of family fun and rodeo excitement. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Whatever your business is, there's usually some kind of cryptic lingo that goes along with it. But there's some lingo that every business needs to understand. OCR, forms processing, authentication, encryption. If you don't know how this jargon impacts your bottom line, then you've got problems you don't even know about. Pacific Office Automation helps you cut through the mumbo-jumbo. They're experts at solving electronic workflow problems. The ones you know about, and even the ones you don't. Pacific Office Automation. Problem solved. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I didn't find that working behind a desk, so for me it was a pretty easy decision to make. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at Lamar's.com. That's Lamar's.com, where we have simply a better donut. 
This is Jan. Congratulations. You've just won our raffle. That's what it's like at Toyotathon. Toyotathon? Yeah, our biggest event of the year. We still have incredible deals like low APR financing and low lease offers on our amazing vehicles. But it all ends January 2nd. I still have 10,511 calls remaining. Better be quick. Done. Congratulations. Now get in before the deals are gone. During Toyotathon, get 1.9% APR financing for 72 months on a new 2018 Corolla with 1471 per thousand borrowed or get $1,000 cash back on Corolla. Offers end December 4th. Visit Toyota.com to learn more. Toyota, let's go places. APR and approved credit from Toyota Financial Services. Cashback savings from TMS USA Inc. Does not include college grad or military rebate. Offers may vary by region. See participating dealer for details. Offers end December 4th, 2017. Test drive any of Toyota's eight all-wheel drive or four-wheel drive vehicles like 4Runner, RAV4, Highlander, or Tacoma. Only at your hometown Toyota stores. Toyota, let's go places. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results. And you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson. Good lawyers changing lives. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Watch for activity where we're hearing an accident to shut down the ramp from Downing onto southbound I-25. Traffic is brought to you by the Foundation for a Better Life. Quickly improving on the metro area drive, though, we have a report of a stall to watch for a hazard southbound I-25 at University. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today, they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commitment. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 9. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. How did you come about number 23? Why did you chose why did you choose that specific number? Oh, actually, I did not. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I show up for my first training camp and this number was given to me. And uh, you know, it, 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 uh, I made a team. Uh, it worked out really well for me, so I stuck with it. Number 23 in the Raptors at Pepsi Center, Milan Hayduk. Special thanks. Um, goes back to why people choose certain uniforms. He just told us he, he didn't choose 23. He didn't go after Jordan. It just came to him, right? If, if I'm going to say a number, I want the first athlete that comes to mind. Okay. Ready? All right. Seven. No John. One. Mickey Mantle. Now you're just being. Mike Vick. All right. Now, you, now you're just being that guy. I said that way first. Okay. I just want to make sure. Mickey Slaughter. Number 22. CJ. CJ. I thought we were just doing first reaction here. First reaction. 22. 22. Smith. You know what comes to mind for me? Hmm. Tony Lilly. Really? I don't know why. Wow. Well, we did see the back of that jersey just a lot weird. in Super Bowl 22. Just weird. All right. Uh, just random numbers. 30. TD. Terrell Davis. You want me to give you one? Yeah. 19. Sackick. God, that's a good one for me. Because I was thinking Broncos, and I'm on that Broncos train. Is Chuck Nasty 19? Or is he 29? No. No? You know who was 19? Was Spilly was 19, I believe. Yeah, he was. Spilly was 19. He's exactly right. Um, Who was the... Was Eddie Royal 19? Yep. yep. That's why when you were saying Broncos, okay. Eddie Royal came to mind. All right, I got two more for you. I want to okay. hear from you guys. 
15. Brandon Marshall. Oh, Tim Tebow. And Mello. Again, I'm stuck on that Broncos. Joker. Let's do this Joker. non If we do this non-Broncos, it's a completely okay. different game. Non-Broncos. Let's say non-Broncos, real quick. Just All right, give me another and, number. And then I've got one more okay. for you. 33. Non-Broncos. Because I would have gone Whoa. Floyd Little. Yeah, it is Patrick. Yeah, but Larry it's Walker, Walker. Larry Walker. Because yeah. have you guys ever seen those Walker jerseys around yeah. town? Or, yeah. or, or wait, wait, was it, was David Thompson thirty three? Yes, he was. Calvin Nat was number thirty three. Yeah. All right, last one. I promise. Manchester seventeen. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> well, I so yes, I can't sir. use I can't use Brock. Yes, sir. <laughs> the great Todd Belton Helton. Can I use T Martin at Tennessee? Time now for our morning sugar fix. Time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo. Sugar slam. Shake that. That's like a combination of two opens there. It starts with Sugar Fix, then it goes into this breaking news thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what this is. By the way, Chuck oh, Nasty. The theme song. Chuck Nasty is 19. Nice. Was, well done. Did Thanks, you just, wait, hold checker. on. Did, did you just say, I don't know what this is? About what? You just said, I don't know what this is. This song? Yes. You said, I don't know what this is. You just blatantly stole that from Easy E's drop. First of all, know. I don't even remember saying okay. it, let alone trying to steal something. I don't even know what this is. What a major accusation, Victor. Go on, Marty. Okay, let's get started with uh, Don Shula turns 88 today. Also on this day in 96, he retired from the Dolphins after 26 years. The author of the most obnoxious group of athletes ever, the 72 Dolphins, who continue to pop corks every time a team loses in the National Football League. Agreed. I wish I had tape of, or recording, of... Nate Kreckman's interview with Mercury Morris that I did back in the day when that I was got on the air. That right? Oh, my God. He grilled him, and, and it was about that. It was about how obnoxious they are. So how would Mercury respond? What, oh, what he was, was he so offended, and it was, you know, just it, it's their record, and they want to protect it, and Nate was just Hold on a second. badgering you, him. You can't protect a record that you no longer have anything. You did the deed, right? You went undefeated. You can't outwardly protect it after you already did it. You can't, like, go to other teams and say, lose. I know. I, I think they're obnoxious about it. I will say this about Don Shula, and, and I know, is he still the all-time wins le- leader? He's got to be. You would think. I think he's the best coach in NFL history for this reason, and it has nothing to do with the all-time wins, although that's a byproduct of it. Two different quarterbacks. He could adjust. They mm-hmm. won Super Bowls with Zonka, Kick, Mercury, mm-hmm. Morris, when Bob Greasy would throw eight passes in a game. Exactly right. And then they won games with Dan Marino. Chucking it all over the field. He wouldn't have put Peyton Manning in his rollout under center offense. He would have said, what does my best player do well? And that's what I'm going to have him do. Real quick, killer bees. Exactly, Bonacani. What was more awkward, that interview or the 5'11", 6-foot Tyler Chatwood fiasco? Well, one, I was on the air with him, so the Mercury Morris one was. You know that story, right, Vic? It's like a bit on Nate and Ryan's show now. Um, I'll just tell it that... Tyler Chatwood was listed at six foot, and Nate did an interview with Tyler Chatwood and goes, "You're not six foot." No, no, and the whole Nate, interview, Nate, 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 the whole Nate. interview went a little. You, sad. you don't challenge a small guy about his smallness. Take yeah, but, it from a small but guy. If you're if you're five eleven, why don't no, you just tell us you're five no, eleven? No, no, no. Because you don't. Because you you take that six foot, you put it up on the board. You're six foot. That's a big threshold, right there. Exactly right. You yeah. don't. You know, it's like 
It's like the guy who challenged my baldness. He says I'm bald, and I had to send him a photo. I'm not bald. I'm grain. There's a big difference. You don't challenge someone's manhood. Good life advice, Vic. All right, sort of a villain in this town, uh, even though he hasn't really done anything to the city. Chris Bryant turns 26 today. Why do we care? Just what, yeah. what is it? What is it about that specific birthday that makes us care? Well, him and Nolan kind of go. Care? Him and Nolan kind of go head to head. What is it? What What makes us care besides the fact that you're from Chicago? Well, what? I didn't want to bring. That I'll have up. my fellow millennials back here. Nolan's the best third baseman in baseball, but we have to hear the narrative from the national media that Chris Bryant's the best third baseman in baseball. That's where Marty was going with this. I get it. A full-time third baseman. Thank you. He's He plays most of his time at third base. Yeah, but when's the last time Nolan Arenado jumped out to the outfield? That's Agreed. True. Nolan Arenado's the best third baseman, or is better than Chris Bryant, and it's not even close. That's not a Colorado bias. That's just having eyes that work. It's facts. Exactly. All right, I want to get to James's opinion on this one. 1863, the four-wheeled roller skates are patented. Nice. I feel like that was up your alley. Oh, I, can, I cannot roller skate, man. What the hell's wrong with you? I are you not American? Not. You're not American. I am, You're not an American man. I can't roller skate. I can't ice skate. <laughs> I, I can, ice skating's hard. I can That's snow hard. ski and roller I can skating, water ski. E- roller skating's easy. I can ride a skateboard, so it's not necessarily I, I'm not good with things underneath my feet. I cannot roller skate. You know, I'm not going to be father of the year by any means, but my kid always comes home with these um, after-school things. They go to museums, and all right, I'm always right. using nah, 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 until they go to Skate City. Then you're in? They have Skate City once a year, and I'm always in on Skate City. I... When they start playing Journey, and they got the light strobe, the strobe light working, and Journey is on the speaker, and I'm out there on my roller skates, dude. Dude, that is my zen moment. We took my kids, and they picked it up in about four seconds. And I can't do it for the life of me. Yeah. The birthday parties at Skate City when I was like so in good. elementary school and junior so high, terrifying. I'll never forget when they played Air Supply, too, and you had to ask a girl to skate with you. You know, it was like Sure. Oh, yeah. All right, this day in 2000, Bill Belichick resigns as the Jets head coach after only being the head coach for one day. Do you guys remember that? I, I do. do. I do. Yeah. And then they go to Richie Kotite. Right after that episode, or was it Pete Carroll? Mm, boy, mm. I, I, I'd have to look. I, I, it, I would guess it was Carroll. No, he was at USC by then. I think it was Kotech. All right, so for the younger crowd, explain what happened. Bill Parcells was the coach. He had in his contract that when he left, uh, Bill Belichick would be the next head coach. So when he resigned to you know go to the broadcast booth, one of his many retirements, uh, Belichick was named the head coach, and then Belichick decided a day later, I don't want this job. And he quit, and he went sucked, the, and he went to the Patriots. Mm. He turned his uh, intro press conference into a surprise resignation, and wrote on a sheet of paper, "I resign as the HC of the NYJ." I, I want you guys to just think about how history may have turned if Belichick had stayed with the Jets. He doesn't have Tom Brady, correct? He doesn't have Tom Brady. He has who does he have as a quarterback for the next decade if he stays with the Jets? Well, and the other part of it is he doesn't have Robert Kraft. And exactly. Robert Kraft drives me crazy. But he spends, and he does exactly what the coach wants him to do. Correct. And it's all a matter of the, the key The key people have to be in sync. You have to be lucky in life. I know oh. you make your own luck, but fortune has to find you as well. Well, he made his own luck in the sense of he realized the Jets' job was a good situation, and he quit. How many people, when handed a head mm. coaching job in the NFL, would walk away from it? True, Not a lot. I don't want to hear this crap that Belichick found Tom Brady. All right. I don't want to hear this crap that the Broncos found Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis and Tom Brady ended up with those teams in the sixth round. 
they were passed over six times. They were passed over hundreds of times by other teams. Okay, you find them, you hope. But if you really think they're going to be that great, you take them in the first round. Right, right. You don't pass on them five times. Real quick, the guy who uh, followed Bill Belichick, Al Groh, had one season. He was mm. nine and seven. Former Virginia, former Virginia coach, coach Cavalier. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, nine and seven. The Jets wow. would take that all day long. Damn straight they would. All right, this day, 2006, the Rose Bowl between Texas and USC, highly regarded as one of the best college football games of all time. Vince Young running for the corner of the end zone as time expires. Well, actually, there's 25 seconds. Better left. game. That game or the Georgia-Oklahoma game the other night? Texas-USC. Because the national more, more on the line? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, was, it didn't go into overtime. Overtime's a little gimmicky to me in college football. Better than the NFL overtime. I don't disagree with that, but it's still gimmicky. So I have a question for you guys. Vince Young went three in that draft. Broncos took Jay Cutler at 11 in that yeah. draft. Was there any talk of the Broncos moving up to get Vince Young? There or? was talk of the Broncos moving up to get Matt Leiner. That was the talk. Were they at 11 or did they move up 11 to 11 to get Cutler? It I feels thought like they, they moved, moved up. up. They moved up because yeah. Matt Leiner was on the radar. And remember that the relationship between Mike Shanahan and Jeff Fisher sort of yeah. walked him into taking Cutler Yeah, uh, because Tennessee was going to take Vince Young all along. Well, and what's funny about that, too, is... Vince and Leiner played in the epic national title game, and Cutler was just this kid from Vanderbilt. Right. Cutler's the only one who had any wor- worthwhile yeah, NFL career, uh, you know? Of those three quarterbacks, it's a home run which one had the better NFL oh, career. Oh, yeah. not even close. close, yeah. But the two that played in the title game versus the kid from Vanderbilt who goes, don't care, it's, you know? It's a little bit, again, though, situation. Because we've seen Jeff Fisher not exactly the guy to develop quarterbacks. Vince Young goes somewhere else. Who knows? Who knows? Good point. Although he did develop a guy... For the Tennessee Titans named Steve McNair. He did. He became an MVP. He did, and I think they thought Vince Young was going to be Steve yeah. McNair 2.0, but he also couldn't win with Jared Goff, Case Keenum, It's the style Nick of quarterback. Well, and Vince, uh, Vince Young developed a relationship with the Cheesecake Factory. That didn't help That did not help. You're right. <laughs> all right, that's all we got, fellas. Thank you very much, Marty O, with his morning sugar fix. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It is now two minutes after 9 o'clock. Reset the show. Come back in a minute, and we'll uh, span the globe a little bit later on. Plus... If you had to name one quarterback, one, be it a draft pick or a free agent, who would you want as your Broncos quarterback next season? I have a list. I will share it with you next. This has been your morning sugar fix, brought to you by Lamar's Donuts, going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are at home taking on the Blue Jackets at Pepsi Center. The puck drops at 7 o'clock with a pregame show getting underway at 635. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avs, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, and the most in-depth and honest Broncos analysis, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Patrick Mahomes, I know you didn't play the entire game, but you saw enough of them. What would you think of him? I saw enough of Patrick Mahomes to think Alex Smith is going to be a free agent next year. <laughs> I love the way he answered that. It's the perfect answer. Absolutely perfect. By the way, that interview went uh, crazy. It grew legs. It went viral, especially those comments in Kansas City. Boy, the Kansas City fans reacting to what Aqib Tlaib said on this radio show Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Chiefs fans are now suddenly um, having debates because Aqib Tlaib is a premier corner, a potential Hall of Fame corner 
So they're saying you got to take his opinion seriously. You know that Arrowhead Pride site? Yes. It's the SB Nation one. They wrote an article about your interview, Vic. It has over 700 comments in the comment section do, do from they Chiefs agree fans. or disagree with uh, Keep Tlaib? Well, it's not everyone fighting about whether or not you trust Keep Tlaib's opinion uh, or not. Uh, I do. I mean, if somebody asked me, Vic, uh, who do you like as the next Broncos quarterback? I All along, I was saying, I don't like Alex Smith. He's going to be cheaper than Kirk Cousins. It's just a, a system guy who can come in and get your team back to the playoffs. I like that. But when I hear from an NFL corner who plays against these guys every week, who plays twice a year against Alex Smith, who knows him like the back of his hand, why not believe him? Over my lousy opinion. Why not? Why wouldn't we take that opinion to heart? Of an all-pro corner? Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would you tend tell to me. agree with Why you. wouldn't we? Yeah. And particularly... <laughs> you can't reach back. over there? No, I can't reach it. Uh, and particularly a cornerback, right? Because they're the guys that know whether or not a quarterback can get it into the window. Yeah. The win- get it into the window is the key. You know, is this a guy who can jump their route? I mean, how many how many different cornerbacks did we see that would jump that out route from Trevor Simeon this season? Well, over and over and over again. They all know. And I made note watching the Oklahoma game. Um, the ba- Baker Mayfield throws. Guys are so wide open in college. Yeah, it's right? hard to tell. So you you run that zone read. He's faking to the back up the middle. Everybody pounces at the back, and all of a sudden the receiver has ten yards on the DB. Ten. Yeah. You never see that in the NFL. Never. Nobody's open by never. ten yards. They're running together. You have to throw them open. That, that's what made Peyton Manning so damn great. Throwing guys open. Did it better than anybody. He really did. Yep. Throw it open and just his unbelievable accuracy. Right? Like he, he didn't have the strongest arm in the world, but he threw it at exactly the right time to exactly the right spot. All right. I'm going to do this again. I'm going to go to each of you. Name one guy that you want to be the Broncos starting quarterback next September. Realistic or unrealistic? We live in realism here. Drew Brees. This is real world. Drew Brees. Drew Brees is your guy. Not going to happen. Baker Mayfield. Okay. If you you want to ask me now? Oh yeah, Vic. Who would you like? Tyrod Taylor. You think he's going to hit the market? I've now moved to another quarterback. They're in. They're in the playoffs. They're not getting rid of their quarterback. Well, they tried to get rid of him mid-season. I know. And how did that go? How did Nathan Peterman look? Manchester, think if they lose ugly to Jacksonville this weekend. They haven't made the playoffs since 1999, and he led them there. Okay, the Buffalo. What if Taylor plays poorly and they lose by 30? That's what we need to happen. Doesn't matter. If you're a Broncos fan, you need the Bills to get beaten. You need Look, the Bills to lose at Jacksonville. And I, would, I think Buffalo's going to win that game, by the I way. I would be fine with Tyrod Taylor. I probably would like Tyrod Taylor more than I like Kirk Cousins. Because you know why I like Tyrod Taylor? He could do the things that you always talk about. If there's a negative play, if the window's not there, if the right. system isn't working, he could do something. He'll also do things that leave you shaking your head. But he can do a lot of things that other quarterbacks physically cannot. Well, you need to be able to make plays off schedule. And, you know, typically speaking, that is associated with a guy who can make plays with his feet, right? It's Russell Wilson, it's Tyrod Taylor. But Peyton Manning would make plays off schedule, too, where he wouldn't have four seconds to go to his third read. He would see what was happening and get rid of the football and get it to the right guy. That's just as much off schedule because it, it was my Trevor Simeon beef. It was my Alex Smith point earlier. It was my Brian Greasy point. They're fine when everything's going well. 
right? When you're moving the sticks, when first and ten becomes second and five becomes third and two, they're toast when it's all of a sudden second and 18. They're toast. How about this package? We talk about who they want to bring in and how it would work, and I I disagree wholeheartedly with the notion you, you go sign Kirk Cousins and then bring in Baker Mayfield because now you got Baker sitting for four or five years. What good does that do you? We've we've learned now you want to play these guys as fast as you can. You want to play them. So how about this? How about and, and this ain't going to happen simply because I agree. I don't think Buffalo's going to let Tyrod Taylor walk after it gets them to the playoffs. But if you had a chance to get a Tyrod Taylor, that kind of quarterback, and then you draft later in the first or in the second, Lamar Jackson. Okay, that makes some sense to me. They go they go hand in hand. I mean, exactly. Right. I, it never has made sense to me when you've had a starter and a backup who don't play exactly similar right. styles. It was like I'll never forget. When the when the Broncos signed Peyton Manning and they they set the world afire and Bronco fans said, Okay, good, Peyton Manning will be the starter and Tebow will be the backup. <laughs> I laughed. That I mean if, right. you remember that notion? Yeah, just keep why would they cut Tebow? Why would they trade Tebow? Why would they get rid of Tebow? Dude, that combination doesn't work. Tebow Manning, are you kidding me? Mm. You want like minded quarterbacks in your system. You don't like the word system, but it is a system. It is what it is. Your offense is your offense. You don't suddenly change your offense for other quarterbacks. It's hard to do midseason. Vic, you said you had a list, too, and I want to hear Manchester's thoughts on that, but you said you had a list of some sort? Yeah, my, 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 my list is pretty simple. Free agent quarterbacks, it's a small list. You have one guy that's readily available, and the market has dried up before our eyes. It doesn't seem to me that the Redskins want to bring back Kirk Cousins. Cousins feel like is, it. It's, it, you listen to Jay Gruden talk about Cousins. He does not talk in glowing terms of him. San Francisco's sticking with Jimmy Garoppolo. So the free agent list of, of quarterbacks suddenly is Kirk Cousins, Case Keenum, Sam Bradford, those kind of players. It's one guy. It's Kirk Cousins. That's it. Drew Brees is not going to be a free agent. New Orleans is going to do well in the playoffs. They're going to sign him again. They're not going to let him walk. You're on the Akeem train that New Orleans is going to win the Super Bowl? I just think they'll do enough to stick around to have him stick around for another season. All right, so it's... So that's it. So, so, Vic, it sounds like you're kind of brainstorming with the rest of us. Your list is one. Your list of free agent quarterbacks available, if you're a Bronco fan, it's one. It's Kirk Cousins. That's it. Well, the, and that that's ties it. into my hot take yesterday. That's all. John Elway's going to fix it because John Elway's ticked and John Elway's scheming. There's one guy out there. That's it. And if you're Kirk Cousins, then we'll see who they hire in Arizona. But Arizona's just as attractive a location as... Denver. I don't even consider Case Keenum on the list because what if they just emerge? What if they get to the Super Bowl? Minnesota's not going to part with Case. I don't Keenum. want any of those three Vikings quarterbacks. I don't. You want to? You want to hitch your wagon for the next five years to Case Keenum, Sam Bradford, or Teddy Bridgewater? No, thank you. The only reason I think Case Keenum is in the conversation: who coached him in Houston? Gary Kubiak. Yeah. Awesome. And what do you do I'm, in Houston? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's familiarity there. So who starts week one, 2018, if you had to make a guess on January 4th? God, I... Baker Mayfield. Pick a guy. He's going to be your quarterback for the next decade. And go with him. Go with him. And every single week, your playbook expands. And you try to win games early on by having him not make mistakes. He's Ben Roethlisberger in 2004. Now, I know trying to win without making mistakes didn't work for Trevor Simeon, but the playbook never got any bigger. It wasn't as though he could do things so, that so people live, had to adjust live to. Live with the growing pains. Although, yes. John Elway did say something that was very revealing during his postseason press conference on Tuesday. When asked about whether a rookie quarterback could play right away, 
He quickly retorted, I did. Exactly. I did. Could a rookie quarterback drink from the fire hose? I did. Well, in it, to start the season, he's lining up behind the guard. By the end of the season, he's leading a fourth quarter comeback down 19 nothing against the Colts. He got the, better as the year there, there went on. There were a few games he didn't even play because Steve DeBerg took the ball. Agreed. Yeah. So it's it's all about the progression. Again, not to make this beat up Trevor Simeon, but the problem I've had with Trevor Simeon, his best games have been in September. He's regressed every single season. As soon as people found out, oh, here's what they're doing with him, he didn't have an answer. He didn't have a second act. He didn't have another trick. Josh Rosen says he's going pro. Sam Darnold goes on Instagram and does a little video, says he's going pro. Marvin Lewis is coaching the Bengals again. Shocker there. All those coming up on the next episode of Spanning the Globe right here on Altitude 950. That's next. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up on the Thursday edition of Crackman and Harris, Daddy Crackman still taking care of young Barkevia. The Vanilla Gorilla, Josh Dover, and I are taking you back to recap the Nuggets versus the Suns. Plus, we'll do the bottom five. I owe Ryan and Mark a song. Woo! So, unfortunately, you'll hear the not-so-golden pipes of one Josh Dover. And we will take you up to the Avalanche versus Columbus. So, tune in, 3 o'clock. Crackman and Harris, every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. 2018 is not just a new year. It's also an opportunity to grow your business with top talent. But how do you find it? ZipRecruiter. One click sends your job ad to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. But ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. Their smart matching technology will instantly alert quality candidates about your job. That means you'll start getting great candidates with the right experience almost as soon as your job is posted. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. The right candidates are out there. This is how you find them. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. People from businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. We're so confident ZipRecruiter will get you better results than anywhere else. We'll let you try it free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Hey, Avs fans, tune in tonight on Altitude as your Colorado Avalanche look for a win at home against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Free game starts tonight on Altitude Sports at 6 p.m. with puck drop at 7 p.m. Altitude brings you all the best hockey action from the ice to the locker room all season long. For more behind-the-scenes exclusives and game previews, follow Altitude TV on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Colorado Avalanche. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com Hey man, haven't seen you in a while. You still working at that warehouse by the airport? Yep, I've been there a little over five years now. How much are they paying you? About eleven fifty an hour. <laughs> eleven fifty? Really? 
Well, why don't you come work with me at the Safeway Distribution Center? The starting pay is $17.15 per hour. Wow. I can start out making $17.15 an hour? Oh, yeah. And that's just the starting pay. After being employed for two and a half years like me, you'll make $24.50 per hour. Plus, you'll receive raises along the way. That's incredible. Do they offer benefits? Yes, sir. You'll get an amazing benefits package once your probationary period ends. How do I apply? Just log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway, a company you can retire with, is hiring full-time employees for their order selector positions, working in the distribution center located on I-70 between Colorado Boulevard and Monaco. The starting pay is $17.15 per hour. Apply right now at SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway is a drug-free workplace. Must be at least 18 years old to apply. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Hey, so that's pretty cool. Page 3B of the Denver Post Sports. I know this is a uh, abbreviated version of what's in the paper, but uh, Nikki Jabala's got a recap story on what Akib Talib said on these airwaves Tuesday. A lot of different subjects that Talib hit. So thank you, Nikki, for putting that in the paper. I noticed that it's not on the front page, yet snowboarding is. <laughs> Manchester, do we want to let him do this? Yes, I mean yes, listen, we do. Go for it, man. And if you want to put a snowboard ski story on the front page again, go, go at it. But this is news, and it's on page three B. I'll let you determine what more people are going to read. But don't worry about it. I really appreciate it. Thank you again, uh, James Palmer of uh, NFL Networks with some news here. Um, should we hit the button just for the hell of it? Ah, why not? In the spirit of HW, breaking news on altitude nine fifty. James Palmer, coaching updates for the Broncos. We know Sean Kugler will coach the offensive line, formerly the head coach at UTEP, right? Mm-hmm. Is that, is that where he was? Last four and a half years at UTEP, I okay. believe. Uh, he will coach the offensive line for the Broncos. They are talking and visiting with Curtis Modkins to coach the running backs. And former Giants offensive coordinator Mike Sullivan interviewing today to become the quarterback coach. So if they hire Sullivan, they will have two Mike Sullivans in the staff, one being the uh, Mike Sullivan who assists John Elway in the front office, and the other one, Mike Sullivan, the quarterback's coach. All right, let's go. Span the globe with HW. There's a lot going on in the sports world. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Let's span the globe. That anything's possible, is that... Kevin Garnett. Yeah, when he was doing his Reebok slogan right. during okay. his celebration. Right. What an idiot. Why is he an idiot? <laughs> He's celebrating winning a championship that he had to go to Boston to get, and he is so unorganic about it, to use that, he uses the Reebok slogan. Huh. That would have been like Jordan finally winning a title and just running around going, just do it, just do it. So, you know, why were we so it's mad? Awful. Why were we so mad at Kevin Durant when the precursor well, before Durant, it was LeBron going to Miami. Before LeBron, it was the other Kevin, Kevin Garnett going to Boston. I mean, they've been doing this for years. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, guys, we'll start in the college football world. Uh, this guy declared for the draft yesterday. He's pretty darn good at football. Josh Rosen, under pressure. Throws. 
What a throw by Josh Rosen. Chosen. Rosen. Why doesn't Josh Rosen excite me? I'm with you. Why? I, I, he should. The numbers speak volume. Why? What I, is it? I, you know, I don't. I think I'm tainted by the fact that I watched him play up at up in Boulder and was just thoroughly unimpressed in person. Just thoroughly unimpressed. He, he just didn't. He didn't do anything that made me say, "Wow, that guy's a player." You guys may not be Rosen guys, but how about the kid from USC? Sam Darnold made this official yesterday. This is Sam Darnold. After talking to my immediate family and many people who have helped me throughout my life, I have made the decision to declare for the 2018 NFL Draft. As a fellow ginger, are you pro-Darnold? Oh, very very pro-Darnold. I get it on Twitter sometimes that I look like Darnold. I don't see it, but I get it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. You mean you guys both have red hair? Yeah, <laughs> it pretty much stops there. He's a better quarterback than I am. Um, Manchester, not a Rosen guy, Darnold guy? I'm more Darnold than Me too. Rosen. Me too. I mean, he's very unimpressive in their bowl game, but, you know, bowl games, you never know. Some teams are there to play. Some teams are there to go to Disney World or wherever they're at. Uh, I am more of a Darnold guy than I am a uh, Rosen guy. Darnold was fantastic last year in the Rose Bowl, if you remember, against Penn State. That was an um, that was a great performance. But how about Darnold crumbling under the pressure of John Elway watching him? Just remember, two mm, quarterbacks. On. Hold on a second. I'll, I'll say this. This is anti-Darnold. Two quarterbacks faced the Ohio State defense this year. One quarterback tore him up, Baker Mayfield. The other one couldn't do a damn thing. I agree. Sam Donald. I agree, but I, you know, you could find any game from a you can find a Peyton Manning game when he was bad against St. Louis and a mediocre quarterback who was great against St. Louis and try and make the same point. I, I just I don't buy that he crumbled under the pressure of John Elway on the sideline. Really? I mean, can we stop having everything revolve around John Elway that the sun just rises and sets wherever he is? Do you re- do you think Sam Darnold even knew John Elway was there? Yes, it was very public that John Elway oh was was and on the field that day. He under the pressure of John Elway being there. There weren't 32 teams that had scouts there? You know what we have to learn? Was any of them as big a name as John Elway? Yeah, but we have to oh. learn something. The name doesn't resonate like it does here. Correct. Okay, well, let's just remember that. And number two, you know, we grew up with that name. We grew up with that that myth. It, it's different for today's kids. A lot of these guys don't even remember watching him play. Exactly. I just, oh, he crumbled under John Elway being there. Oh, my God. Central Florida has taken this whole undefeated season pretty seriously, and rightfully so. Here's Athletic Director Danny White. National champs. Undefeated. I think that's hilarious. They are propping themselves as the national champs. I think it's fu- it's funny. I I think the UPI vote is in, and they voted for UCF. It's funny. Why not? It's hard to argue. I mean, they beat Auburn, who beat both Georgia and Alabama, and they're Why undefeated. Not? Yeah, they did, did everything they were supposed to. Now, they played every every team on the schedule. Wouldn't you like to see the game? Which game? UCF versus whoever wins this game. Bama would beat them by four touchdowns. Maybe. Maybe. Although it's I'd fun. like to see the game. Me too. It is fun watching Scott Frost call that offense. That's a fun offense, man. That quarterback, what's his name? Hilton? Uh, I think what's so. What's his name? All I know is I watched that game and said, I wish they would have waited one more year to see who goes to Nebraska on September 8th of 2018. Uh-huh. And I really wish it would have been to face Mike Riley. Because that guy was incompetent. My two favorite Nebraska coaches of all time, Bill Callahan and, and Mike Riley. Loved them. They were great. Solich. Frank they Solich was good enough. They should have. But I like those two guys because they made Nebraska inept and incompetent. Yeah. 
and Scott Frost is going to put them back on the map. Well, it sounds like both of you are saying it's yet another reason college football needs to get to an 18 playoff. It's so broken. It's so broken. Uh, I'm fine with it. Speaking of broken, the Cincinnati Bengals are broken. Marvin Lewis somehow back for a couple more years as head coach. We need to be better at what we do. We're going to have changes on our staff. We're going to have to gain some better players. We're going to have to look to augment what we do uh, with what we have right now on the football team. And, and maybe we're going to have to do a little better and do a better job of maybe adding some guys from other clubs. And then we have to look at that as we go into the draft and make sure, you know, if this the draft isn't strong in this area, then make sure we take care of it prior to the draft. So I look at this both ways. I say, how on earth can they bring a guy back when he just can't get over the hump? And I look at it that way, and then I say, well, wait a minute. Whatever happened to loyalty? And there's some serious loyalty there between Mike Brown and and Marvin Lewis. And some of that, to me, is noble. I, you don't see that in pro sports. You don't see it in life. Then again, I go back and say, what the hell are they doing, man? They can't win. They can't get over the hump. Do they have a quarterback problem? They got a quarterback that's never won a real big game. What's Andy Dalton done? Well, you want to go back to the conversation earlier of a system quarterback. And by that, I mean he's just good enough to get you to a certain level, right? Every quarterback has a ceiling in terms of what they can do and how far they can lift their team. I think we've seen how high Andy Dalton can lift his team. And you know what? There's no shame in being a guy who can take your team to the playoffs. I mean, Marvin Lewis and Andy Dalton have given the Bengals more success than probably any quarterback-coach combo in franchise history. Now, Boomer took him to a Super Bowl. Ken Anderson took him to a Super yeah. Bowl. But in terms of going to the postseason multiple times in multiple years in a row... Say, wasn't Sam White and Boomer pretty good combination it good. there? It was good. But, I mean, they have been very successful. So maybe Mike Brown, who has the historical perspective of, hey, I've been here through all the down years, this is actually... It, it, you kind of got to take it with a grain of salt, but... It's been the best era of Bengals football because their history has been so bad. And maybe he doesn't want to go back to that. couple more stories here as we finish up spanning the globe. Jarvis Landry, Kenyon Drake, both ejected in the fourth quarter of Sunday's loss to the Bills. Adam Gase has called it embarrassing. Looks like Landry may not be back to the Dolphins in 2018. John Elway and Adam Gase don't get along. Two-part question. One, was it embarrassing? Two, it's Jarvis Landry, a name to keep an eye on in free agency. I, I don't care if it's embarrassing. Jarvis Landry can make plays. I, li- I like Jarvis Landry. I like him. I'd take him. No doubt. And I'd couldn't John Elway do that as a bit of a, you know, we all know Adam Gase gave the quote-unquote middle finger to John Elway in Miami earlier this year. Could John Elway free him, free him of one of those two contracts with Demarius and Emmanuel and bring in Landry? I'm just saying food for thought on January 4th. Would you trade Emmanuel Sanders for Jarvis Landry? Straight up? Yeah. Yes. 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 Younger player, fresh start. Yes, I would. I'd rather trade Demarius Thomas for Jarvis Landry straight up, but... Is Jarvis Landry willing to return punts, or does he refuse to? That's a a story that was sort of lost in the shuffle, wasn't it? Lost in the shuffle. Mm -hmm. Antonio Brown is willing to return punts. He's done it every year. Not afraid to do it. I don't understand the cause and concern why coaches are so afraid. Your best players play, man. I don't care what position they play. If Peyton Manning wanted to return punts and he was better than anybody they had, let him return punts. Well, especially when it's killing the team, right? When you don't have an alternative that just doesn't kill the team. If you're still unwilling to do it, that's the epitome of selfishness. 
We'll finish on this note, bounce over to the NBA. Russell Westbrook knows there's only one way the Thunder can keep Paul George. Sales pitch to him this season? No. Sales pitch is going to win a championship. Beat that pitch. What did he say at the end there? Sales pitch. Beat that pitch is what he said. Whoa. That was close (laughs) to something else. (laughs) What? He's basically saying if we win it all, he'll be back. Well, uh, OKC, as suspected, is starting to play its best basketball. Uh, it's going to be tough, though, because OKC and the T-Wolves keep winning, right? They keep winning. Where do you see the Nuggets ending up in this division? Can they catch one of those two teams? I mean, OKC's in striking distance, clearly, but Minnesota keeps winning. I could see Minnesota coming back to the pack. I think Oklahoma City's figured it out. They're going to win the division. Because notice, H.W., gloating a lot less about his prediction of that not working in Oklahoma City. Mm, wait till Melo starts feeling a little selfish because he's not getting the numbers he does that he wants. T-Wolves okay. are 24 and 15, Oklahoma City 21 and 17, Nuggets one back of OKC 20 and 17. But the Nuggets have played more road games than both of those teams. They're back home, baby. Back home for a lot next month. So they can pick up some serious ground. Make up ground. That's what January should be themed. Make up ground month for the Denver Nuggets. 928, Vic Lombardi show. Up next, a brand new segment. Manchester knows it all. Wrote about it back in July. Guys, I want to take a moment this morning to tell you about my friends at American Financing. Give them a call at 303-695-7000 or check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. You know, I work with uh, HW. He's a millennial. So the news that came from my friends at American Financing really caught my attention. Millennials aren't just buying homes at record rates nowadays. According to new data from Ellie Mae, they're also refinancing their existing ones. It makes sense. With average interest rates falling to their lowest point in 2017, millennials are taking advantage of refinancing opportunities to lower their monthly interest payments. It's something we can all be doing right now as interest rates are extremely low. At least they will be for the next month. That's when the Fed meets again, and that could easily mean a rate increase. So don't wait much longer. Make the call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing today. They're at 303-695-7000. You can also check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. Don't forget, American Financing, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. to 950. Denver's all-sports station is playing the hits. And now Eric Johnson's fighting right by EJ, right by EJ, right by EJ, right by EJ. He's going to town on some dude in front of the Avalanche bench. You want some of this? Eric Johnson beat the snot out of Zach Ronaldo. It's the Avs in Blue Jackets tonight at 7. Pre-game starts at 6.30 on the home of the Colorado Avalanche. Altitude 950. We've got bodies all over the place. You better keep your head up. Scott Ace is here. Urology cancers including prostate state, kidney, and bladder are among the top 10 cancers diagnosed in men. At Porter Advantage Hospital, part of the Centura Health Cancer Network, they are pioneers in robotic urology surgeries, performing more than anyone in the entire Rocky Mountain region. In fact, they've been named among the top 5% in the nation for prostate surgery three years in a row. Learn more about their minimal incisions, maximum expertise at porterhospital.org slash urology. 
The National Western Stock Show rolls into Denver January 6th through the 21st. So saddle up and ride. 16 days of family fun and rodeo excitement, including the original extreme sport, PBR bull riding, rough and tough pro rodeos, world-class horse events, the Super Bowl of Livestock Shows, and acres of Western shopping. Hey, if that don't light your fire, then your wood's wet. So come make some memories with us. Tickets are on sale now at nationalwestern.com and all King Super's location. Over a 100 and $35 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our community secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. We protect the homeland. We're always there when called upon. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at Lamar's.com. That's Lamar's.com, where we have Simply a better donut. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. They are calling it the bomb cyclone. That is the meteorological term of what's happening in the Northeast right now and in parts of Canada. It is crazy. It is a bomb cyclone. Icy, snowy weather that they've never seen for years. Century, perhaps, the last time they've seen this kind of ice along Massachusetts, Cape Cod. Uh, blizzard conditions to come in Boston. Closing down the schools. Closing down all roads. Closing down all uh, public buildings. Some guy named Jimmy Dunn on Twitter says, Yeah, and Bill Belichick's telling his players, just leave early for practice. Make sure you get here. So the uh, the conditions are crazy. I mean, look at this. Some of these fountains are frozen, cold as can be, and yet here we are in Colorado, another sunny day. I was going to say, what's going to be here today? Like, it is beautiful. What's John's uh, telling me? You know, I know you love your meteorology. 52. I also know you love just other random things. Time now for a new segment on the show. I'm not sure exactly what it's called, but I know it involves Manchester. Manchester knows how to use Wikipedia. And beyond. <laughs> it's time for The More You Know. Manchester uh, knows how to use Wikipedia. This was all Wikipedia, so I, I you know, figured I'd start off with that. And I also figured I'd start off with a topic that I know you guys love, so we're going with the moon. The today. moon! The moon. Are, are you cool with that? Now, if you're a longtime listener to this show, you know the moon has been a hot spot on this show for a lot of reasons. Uh, yes, because you guys think the moon is totally worthless, and I am fascinated by the moon, so I have some fascinating facts for you. 
the uh, let's see, it orbits the Earth every 27.3 days, so roughly four weeks. Its average distance from Earth, 238,000 miles. That's the equivalent of driving from here to Vegas and back 140 times. Which you've done. Exactly. <laughs> I probably have done that. Actually. You've done. Between, between well, why didn't you just drive, drive to the moon then? Well, I mean, they yeah. went there. Uh, it's the fifth largest satellite in the solar system. It's Earth's only satellite. Okay, hold, hold on. What now? It's the fifth largest satellite. Like Jupiter's got satellites. It's got moons. Our moon is the fifth largest. Yeah, but we have a bunch of satellites okay. out there, man-made, right? That are just yeah, 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 yeah. Like we have one that allows us to do radio. Correct, correct, correct. Or All right, now here's interesting. You don't need a satellite to Did do radio. Did you know the Soviets were the first country to send a spacecraft to the moon? In nineteen fifty nine. No, it was unmanned. They actually landed an unmanned spacecraft on the moon in nineteen sixty six. How do we know it wasn't just some made up Hollywood thing? The whole moon. Well they brought back samples and stuff. That's a pretty good indication. Could have gone to but a see, beach. That that's something we don't really remember from the space race, right? It's all about oh the Soviets put up Sputnik, John Kennedy got mad, and then we Decided we're going to go to the moon and we beat them there. They were there in 1966. That's how close the race was. We didn't send an, uh, a manned spacecraft there until 1968. Christmas of 1968, Apollo 8 yeah. orbited the moon. We landed and walked on the moon July 21st, 1969. Neil Armstrong. Guess how many people around the world tuned in to watch that? So, July 21st, 1969, two months after the birth of one Vic Lombardi. Correct. Um... Percentage of people that watched it? Or? Total number of people. Uh, let's see. The Earth is, back then, how many people were on Earth? I don't know. A couple Three million. million? I'll say 800 million watched that. Pretty close. Mm, I'll say 600 million. You're even closer. 500 million people tuned in to watch that. So an episode of Survivor. <laughs> uh, there are still instruments up there to this day. We haven't been there since 1972. That's when Apollo 17 was. stove up there? There's still instruments up there sending data and information to NASA. For what? 30, 45 years later. It, they're still working. You know how they always say, hey, they don't make things like they used to? 45 years in that environment, they're still working. There's but Manchester, if it's, yeah, if it's so great, why haven't we gone back? Well, it's a cost issue. The total program costs $25 billion. It seems like a drop in the bucket to me. I'm going to approach it the same way I approach all these transplants who complain. If you like it so much, move there. <laughs> 12 Go. people, 12 men have walked on the moon. They were all American. 24 men have been have left Earth's orbit and gone to the moon. So there were the, the three that were in Apollo 13 that never got out. And then in the ones that two people did walk on the moon, in those six... There was one guy who always had to stay in the one that went around the moon. Mm. That would kind of be the crappy mm. job, right? Like, if it was the three of us that went to the moon, HW would have to stay in the one that's orbiting the moon, and Vic and I would get to go in the lunar lander. No, I'm jumping on the moon. Marty can stay in. First yeah. of all, first of all, I ain't going. So you're Michael Collins. That's who stayed yeah. in the in the capsule I in Apollo going. 11. Yeah. You're Vic. I ain't you're going. Neil Armstrong. I think I, that's a given. I ain't going. And I can be Buzz Aldrin. Have you seen the video of Buzz Aldrin punching the guy who accuses it of being a hoax? No. And he's like 75 years old, and this guy just goes out to all these things, and he just is adamant about that it's a hoax. And he comes up and calls Buzz Aldrin a, a liar, and Buzz Aldrin, 75 year old dude, punches this guy in the face and decks him. You ever flown to Europe? No. Okay, so when you go on these intercontinental flights, and you're way up there, right? You get to that point, that apex, where you look up and almost like you're in space. 
it's like, whoa, whoa. This isn't even sky. You see the curvature? Yeah, you start seeing curves. Yeah, like freaky. I'm way up here, right? How many thousands of feet are we talking? Uh, dude, don't ask. Come on. Manchester would don't, know. Don't give me numbers. Uh, All I know is I'm way up there. And, and you're starting to think to yourself, well, hell with it. Let's just keep, just keep the, going up. You're in the 40s. You're 40,000 feet plus. Let's just keep going up. Let's go. Now, if you're flying, you know, over the states, you're probably at 31, 32, 33,000. See, now that Depends freaks me. I'm freaked out by that. I couldn't imagine being in that spot where gravity doesn't work anymore. Depends on if you're going east or you're going west. They fly them at different at different altitudes, so therefore you're not having collisions. I mean, it's all part of the you know what's wonderful crazy? system. I've never understood together. this, and again, this takes science. Why is it that we can go that high up, right? You're you're so high up that you can almost see the freaking Mars. You can see Mars closer than. And yet, when you dive into water more than 40 yards, your head explodes. I don't know. That's a good question. The pressure? Yes. I was going to say, know. it's a pressure thing. That's why yeah, they yeah. always say, There's if we lose pressure, put your oxygen mask Yeah, somebody's got to More pressure that. as you yeah. go. Yeah. All right. they got to work on that. A couple more facts. I mentioned that it was $25 billion was the budget for the entire program. Mm-hmm. That's $216 billion in today's money. That seems like a drop in the bucket to me. And 400,000 people were employed, 20,000 companies and universities, and it only cost, and I know it's a a relative Mm -hmm. term, $216 billion. I'm reading the Elon Elon Musk, the bio right now, Tesla and SpaceX and all that business, and how when they privatized space research and space rockets and all this business, it became a lot cheaper, which goes back to when you let government handle things, it's going to be more expensive than it has to be because they're going to charge the moon. When you let private companies do it, they know how to cut corners. They know how to capitalize. They know market economy. Then it becomes... Exactly. Competition. Exactly. When you when you have a private company get into the rocket building business, it's going to be cheaper than the government. Well, the Saturn the V time. rocket, the only rocket to ever get human beings out of Earth orbit was 363 feet tall. That's 36 stories. See this crane out here? Yeah. It's about double that crane in height. Wow. And it's sitting there on its end and takes off straight into the air. Um, how how freaking amazing would that be to watch? Jesse, you have a question about the moon? I do. So you mentioned that the moon uh, rotates uh, around every four weeks, correct? Correct. 27.3 days. So when, you you, so when someone says uh, it's once in a blue moon, how often does that happen twice in the same month or something mm. like that? I don't know. Have I you ever heard about a, that? I don't know what a blue moon is. They blue moon's keep... where you have two full moons in the same month. Blue moon's like a tasty beer. Yeah. Well, so you could, we could do the math. It probably happens, I don't know, once or twice a year. Okay. You answered that'd my be, question. That'd be my guess. Thank you. Because um, it would have to be like the 1st and the 29th or the 2nd and the 30th. Uh. It doesn't happen very often. Um, all right. So Apollo 11. Oh, I can't wait for this to end. They were out of. They were on the moon for two hours and 31 minutes. That's all those two were out on the moon. By Apollo 17, they were out there for 22 hours. They brought back 47 pounds in Apollo 11. Of what? By Apollo 17. Pounds of what? They brought 243 Sand? pounds dirt? of rocks and dirt oh, and wow. minerals. Okay. Look at this, guys. Okay. Now, hey, here's hey, what you guys. got. Guys, we brought, got, brought some gifts okay. for you. What do you got? Now, got here's the part. Rocks. Here's the got part. some dirt. Here's the part. What is, the, what is the number one technology right now that powers awesome. almost everything we do? I tell you, next time I go on, on vacation, I'm going to come back. On. Hey, James, look, look what I got you. Hang That's on. just some rocks. Hang on. That's What's just the dirt? number one technology that powers everything we do? The microchip. Batteries. Yeah. It's the microchip. You know where that came from? Rocks and dirt. The Apollo flight computer. At one point, 60% of the microchips 
produced in this country were used on the Apollo program. That's where it all came out of. There were 1,800 spinoff products that came out of Apollo, including barcodes, powerless tools, MRIs, Teflon, Velcro, the de-icing stuff so your plane doesn't crash when you leave DIA during a snowstorm. You can thank the Apollo program for that. Freeze-dried food. You get paid Thank you, by... Apollo. Who pays you Thank for you, stuff? Apollo. Did you hear the word you just said, too? Thank mm. you? No, before that. What? You used one of your signature words right there. What? Teflon. Oh. <laughs> there you go. You're right. If it, weren't, if it wasn't for Apollo, Teflon Todd, Teflon John, Teflon Bud, yeah. I'd have to come up with new nicknames for so all these next, people. Next Christmas, the, the degenerates are going to go to their gifts, right? They're going to have these gifts. They're going to open up the gifts and say, oh, geez, Dad, what'd you get us? Oh, Dirt. <laughs> Teflon. Rock. <laughs> what got, is Teflon? We got some, know. We got some a, rock here. It's the pan that when you fry an egg, it's non-stick. So when I'm in uh. Nebraska, I made scrambled eggs for my kids. They weren't Teflon pot pans. Thanks for this Have dirt. you ever tried to clean Dad. scrambled eggs out of a regular pan? Mm. Oh, my Lord. Teflon De- flies right off. I, I never knew what the word Teflon meant. So little, I don't know what clean nothing it is sticks to describe John. Nothing sticks to John. Okay. There's no criticism. In fact, John Elway walks in the building what and s- Sam Darnold can barely even put one foot in front of the other. He's so just mesmerized by a quarterback who he never saw play walking on the sideline. He doesn't know what to do. Oh, my God, Matt Russell's with him, too? Now I'm really shaking in my boots. What do you speak of this cleaning of pans? I have no idea what you speak of there. But thank you. That's the moon information. Are we done? Yeah, so, I'm going to do sports next week. I just wanted to start with the moon. Uh, is this a once-a-week thing, once-a-day thing? What are we doing? As much as Manchester wants. Trent from Littleton says, this is my favorite bit already. I'm sure James is just loving it. Yes, Trent, we could see the smile on his face. I, he was loving it. I, going down the Wikipedia wormholes yeah. that this led me to was the best part of my day. 6013 uh, says exactly what I'm thinking. If you want to bring me something from the freaking moon, bring me some of them there aliens that you always talk about. The HW want, thinks yeah. are going to be here in our yeah. lifetime? I don't want these rocks, dirt. I see enough rocks and dirt here. If you want to impress me about the moon, give me some weird dude. Like Predator. Okay. Give Here's me Predator. Thing. Here's the thing. Give me Predator guy. There were scientists, Vic, when we landed there in 1969, who thought when they got out of the lunar lander that their bodies would explode. Oh, I- There were actual scientists. So talk about the cajones that Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin had to have to step out of that thing when nobody knew what would happen to them. Step out of the shower as I did this morning at 530. It was freezing cold. The heater wasn't working. We'll see the aliens by 2050. Guaranteed. guys. Guaranteed. Don't bring me rocks. Brass. Bring me weird dudes. For those guys. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Final segment coming up. I've turned the moon into what I like to call... A Death Star. Here's what's happening at Altitude 950. This week's staycation is the International Sportsman's Expo. Try the gear, buy the trips, meet the pros at the Colorado Convention Center. January 11th through the 14th. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. January is Radon Action Month. Ace Radon reminds you to take action. Have your home tested by the Radon experts. Ace Radon. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. Radon is the least known and most deadly of all indoor air pollutants, and it's preventable. According to the EPA, every 25 minutes someone dies from radon-related lung cancer. Radon testing and mitigation is highly specialized, and it's all we do at Ace Radon. 
trust over 30 years of experience. Race to Ace to find out if you're being exposed to radon. Testing is easy and the fix is affordable with Ace Radon. Mention this ad for a $50 radon inspection. If your radon is high, Ace is offering discounts and payment options on new radon systems. January is Radon Action Month. Take action. Have your home tested for dangerous radon levels. Race to AceRadon.com. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney and, more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. This is my favorite bump back song you play all day. I, who is this? Kendrick Lamar. I, I just like it. Altitude 950 wants to send you and a guest to see the Avs take on the Sharks January 18th. Uh, and we want you to see the game from a very unique perspective. This is a one-of-a-kind type deal. You get to ride the Zamboni. Not during the game, but you get to ride the Zamboni. The ultimate Avs VIP experience. When do they get to ride the Zamboni? Is this between intermissions, before the game? When is the actual riding of the Zamboni? Have we determined that? We'll let you know. All next week, listen for Joe Sackick's goal against the Devils of Game 7 of the 01 Stanley Cup Finals. Be the third caller, and you'll be in the running to win a pair of tickets to the Avs-Sharks game on January 18th, plus a ride on the Zamboni during the game. God, I've always wanted one of those things. Manchester and I were just talking about during the break. For the for the Zamboni guy, he does it all the time. All so the he's time. like, just right. For you or I or whoever wins this contest, it's like... Think about it. you go to a party and mm-hmm. you tell people, mm-hmm. guess what I did last night? I rode the Zamboni. That's pretty cool. You know what it's like? I, I've always been into tractors for some reason. I'm not Mr. Agriculture, but okay. I love the power of being on a tractor. Maybe I'll do tractors next week. Yes. 
but not necessarily a farming tractor. The kind you see at construction sites that push things. Mm-hmm. And like move a bulldozer? Things. Yeah. So they have those miniature bulldozers now. Yeah. My brother, years ago, when he was reconstructing a site downtown, his construction foreman had one of those miniature ones, the kind you can rent it. For yeah, like a bobcat. Depot. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. And I don't even know if this is allowed or legal, but he let me drive it. Dude, I spent the entire day just moving oh, around crap. It's like I, mean, I just wouldn't leave. You're an adult with a really yeah, good concrete truck. I'm like just digging holes for the sake of digging holes. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to keep digging. It was so much fun. Now, they're dangerous as hell. And again, I don't know if I was even allowed to do so. But I love me a tractor. Mm. As well as a Zamboni. On the text line, uh, Nash says, after that moon segment, I'd say I am not a moon guy. Well, that's just because Nash doesn't get it. Uh, Jeff, or this other guy who's a pilot, says, Hey, Vic, planes that fly to Des Moines go just as high as the planes that fly to Europe. <laughs> Maybe I just never noticed. I, uh, do they? I don't know. I'm not a freaking pilot. I don't know. When's the last time you flew to Des Moines? I, did you know? Say, what's, what reason do I have to fly to Des Moines? Did you know there's no <laughs> footage of the, no actual footage of the original walking on the moon? They They recorded over it. So the only they, they footage, didn't have a live periscope. The footage you watch of it is actually a filming of a little mini screen at like an outpost in Australia. That's the only surviving footage of Neil Armstrong being the first man to step foot on the moon. Yeah, let's not record over that this time. Right. Did you guys see that <laughs> meme funny. going around the other day? It said like Billy's first birthday party on a VHS <laughs> and it was crossed out and under it wrote Ghostbusters 2. Like, Sorry about your first birthday, Billy. You, the, the most frustrating thing for an adult uh, with kids is going through the junk drawer and finding old VHS tapes or even, yeah. even DVDs anymore, right? Do you even use a DVD? No. No, you know very I don't even know how to hook mine up. Very rare. So you got all these items, like family history. Ah, oh, the kids' first steps. Oh, the trip to Des Moines. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, how do you even watch it now? What do you do? We have those little mini DVDs, you know, so you got to break out the camera and hook all the wires. I don't know. They're like the size of a donut. Watch all those. When you go back and look at the family album, all the video that I shot of my kids growing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, like every waking hour. What the hell was I doing? I know. You I never spent a lot. Yeah. You haven't watched one-tenth of one percent mm-hmm. of that footage. You could have just watched the actual event and remembered it. Um, before we get to the mistakes we made today, compliments of Marty O, let's recap what we witnessed last night at Pepsi Center. A Nuggets game in which, well, things were not good in the second quarter. They gave up 41 points to a tired Phoenix team. I would love to have been a fly on the wall listening to Michael Malone address his boys at halftime. Do you think he threw a pen at the whiteboard? Uh, I think he threw something. I was sitting right outside the locker room. We were assessing the first half, and they came out in that third quarter and played a completely different brand of basketball. They held the Suns to 5 of 29 in the third quarter, dominated the third quarter, took control of the game, and won going away. Well, and look, we, we, we talked about it in the first hour almost like they lost the game. Right. I mean, they, they did come back and win the game. And it's the kind of games you have to win. They're now 20 and 17. But how many games do you think they've given away this year? You know, not as many as they did last year. I'll say that. Agreed. But like the Sixers game at home, you got to win that. Yes. The Pacer game in Indiana, they should have won that game. Minnesota game, man, it's hard to say, but they are up by three with the ball, a chance to go up five, and I think would have won the game for them, and they couldn't get away. So I said the difference between pretty good teams and great teams is you win those games you're supposed to. Right, the, Indiana the, game they got to win. The Spurs don't lose at home to the Sixers. Imagine if the Nuggets had just won those three games and they were twenty three and fourteen. Yeah, mm. 
I mean, it, 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 we're we're excited because they're twenty and seventeen, and rightfully so. And we, we're watching a backcourt blossom in front of us. But those three games, all of which they yeah. should have easily won, they're twenty three yeah, and fourteen. You, you just said something that resonated, and I said it at the beginning of the season. As much as we enjoy what Jokic brings to the table, as much as we are delighted to have Paul Millsap on this team, it's still. In my eyes, a guards league. Still a guard. You gotta have good backcourt. You gotta have good guards. Yes. And the greatest thing about this season that I've seen, the blossoming of these young guards. The, the two that have done most of the damage, Gary Harris and Jamal Murray. Well, and I said it on Twitter last night, and I'll, I'll say it again here. I told you guys earlier in the show, you guys were both right that Gary Harris is the Nuggets best player well, at this very I moment. I said indispensable. I said best. Okay. Well, one of you player. said best. Their best players, Jokic, the most indispensable players, Harris. Well, their best player, they're actually their best player may be out injured, but I think right now it's, it's Gary Harris. But no, th- these two guards have blossomed. Gary Harris has taken it to the next level. And it goes back to what I said all last year. Where would Jamal Murray be right now had he played the minutes Jameer Nelson well, got? Maybe he wasn't ready to play those minutes though. Well, but he still has those games yeah. now where he's, it's like, okay, that was obviously a little bit of a, a learning experience. Yeah. I just wish he would already got that out of the way. All right, Marty, uh, time to fact check. What did we say or do wrong for the previous two hours and 50 minutes? Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's fact checker. Wow. I didn't know he had his own open for this. We've played it uh, three days in a row. Marty, Marty, attention Marty to gets a third lot of time, time now. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, okay, we'll start with uh, Manchester. You gave us some odd insights into uh, what you do when you get mad. Maybe somebody was chucking pens at the whiteboard in the locker room yeah, at halftime. Chucking pens at the whiteboard. I don't know. Is that how you get angry? What is that chucking of pens? You've never chucked a dry erase pen? No, I, I don't carry dry erase pens. I haven't what chucked you, a pen. You can't carry them in your shirt? In your shirt pocket? I think coaches are drawing on dry erase boards and chucking a pen seems like a logical thing to do. I don't really throw things. I may throw this pen at you yeah, right now. I know you would. <laughs> Uh, they landed on the moon at 1 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Just imagine what the ratings would have been like if it was during prime time. Right. It was January. It was July 20th in the states, but it was July 21st of whatever they call it, Greenwich Mean yeah. Time. So they really should have planned that is it, better. Is it dark on the moon? Like on the dark side of the moon? Uh-huh. It's always All the right. same side though. All right, our balderdash count was uh, only at one today. Nice. Good <laughs> job. The, uh, SEC. What, what was thing? the Sloan's Lake count? <laughs> the Sloan's Lake count was nothing. Poppycock was nothing. He did have Teflon, though, probably uh, six, seven, yeah, eight yeah. times. Ten Teflons, yeah. yeah. Oh, and, uh, okay, we'll we'll go with our worst gaff of the day. This belongs to uh, HW. Nice. Of course it does. Hockey right. will. Shocker. Him. Hockey will. <laughs> Here's him previewing the matchup of the century. I've got a uh, pair of really good seats in my drawer for Nuggets Ducks on MLK Day. <laughs> Nuggets Ducks, we got an NBA team against oh, an NHL gosh. team. Holy crap, that's going to be you know, great. That is going to be good. I'm in on Do that. Do they play on ice? Jokic on skates. Yeah. Man, how tall would he look? Nuggets would... Ducks. That's why gosh, I, I really well, want to see an outdoor basketball game in this freezing weather in the yeah. Northeast. I want to see it. Remember when they played a preseason game at that uh, tennis place yes, in, in uh, California. California? Yeah, they played the Suns out there. Yeah. That's kind of cool. You remember when they played those college games on the aircraft, aircraft carrier? carrier? Very cool. That would be weird that would floating be around there. That'd be odd. And that's it, guys. It was a pretty clean show. Right. Thanks, Marty. Before we say goodbye to this show, time for our Troy Hansford Fired Up finale. Woo! This we're gonna be here all day, baby. is the fire.
Fired Up Finale, presented by the Troy Hansford Real Estate Team. Here's what's got us fired up today. Let's be fired up. Have you ever tried to clean scrambled eggs out of a regular pan? Mm. Oh, my Lord. Teflon flies right off. I never knew what the word Teflon meant, so I don't know what clean it is to describe John. Nothing sticks to John. There's no criticism. In fact, John Elway walks in the building, and Sam Darnold can barely even put one foot in front of the other. He's so just mesmerized by a quarterback who he never saw play walking on the sideline. He doesn't know what to do. Oh, my God, Matt Russell's with him, too? Now I'm really shaking in my boots. Again, just off script for some unknown reason. You go off on that. And that rant was at the end of my moon segment. Yeah, Yeah, and I made a comment that (laughs) Sam Darnold crumbled under the pressure of John Elway. That clearly got to Manchester. It's an asinine comment. No, it's not. John oh Elway was God. parading around the sideline. He wanted Sam Darnold to know he was there to watch him. What, what do you think caused more conflict in Darnold's world that night? The Ohio State defense or the aura of John Elway? Yeah, exactly. Coin flip. Or some USC cheerleader he has a crush on. Yeah, Come I, on. I would hate to see HW in the presence of somebody he admires. My God. Oh, my God. John Elway's oh here. My God. I can't remember the plays. Oh, my God. Good Lord. Oh, my God. Uh, you two have a good day. USC constantly has celebrities on their sideline, but John Elway's here. I don't know that Sam Darnold could pick John Elway out of a lineup. Come on, he knows know. who he is. Oh, my God. John's here. <laughs> uh, thanks, guys. Appreciate all your Lord. help today. Jesse Trujillo, Marty OHW, Hockey Will, James Manchester Merillette. I'm Vic Lombardi. Milan Hayduk was on the show. If you missed that interview, just uh, look it up. Podcast. Altitude app. Website. Hastings and Brownman here next on Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Rewind. Well, I think you have to go back to uh, what Gina brought up this morning in terms of, you know,